Welcome back to another episode of Bopcast, where I interview outliers who are breaking the mold regardless of the status quo and pursuing their dreams in one way or another. My name is Ryan Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop, and I started this podcast four years ago with a personal mission to interview people to inspire myself and hopefully inspire others. Today on the show, I have my friend, Rec. He is a rapper, songwriter, and creative. Um, He has written and created music uh, for the past decade almost. And today we uncover a lot about music marketing. That's kind of the first portion of the interview, but there's something really interesting um, about an experience that he had in a barbershop, and it has to do with a very well-known TV show. So I'll let you get to that in the episode. There are timestamps, whether you're watching on the video version or listening on the audio, so you can use those to navigate. And I just have to say thanks for listening and watching. This is a 100% listener-supported show, so if you could please share this with a friend, that would really help us out. So thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy the episode with my friend, Rec. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast. Today on the show, I have my guy, Rec. What's up, boy? What's going on, my brother? It's Rec over here, yo. We're living. Yes, we are. We're living large, living like Larry. This is overdue, my brother. Very overdue. We actually tried to do this on a late night vibe, but you know, it didn't work out. Dude, sometimes it's it's kind of, it just does its thing, man. Life just kind of tells you have a plan and then... Yeah, it don't always work out the way you want it, but I really like how, you know, respectfully you you wanted to give me the the amount of time to Oh, be dude, I am not, I don't know about you, yeah. but I am not like an up late type of... Yeah, you know? nah, I mean, I'm very opposite, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be up in the, the, the night owl hours, nocturnal type, type vibes. Dude, so I, I really like what you do. I love your videos. I love the videos you've done with Brandon. Um, you know, I, there's there's many different ways you can start something like this and like going into your background I think is important um or maybe what you do I think is important but um there was I just I would like to ask you something off the gate uh at the gate and see hey see if it sticks you know what's up um so there was like these three guys in college yeah and they uh, I try to remember their names dude and I didn't (laughs) write it down yeah Uh, Mac one of them's Mac yeah and the other one Socks, socks, and then something with a D or a B. B. You, you close Burke. Yeah, you got it. I, yeah. I, 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 I did that. Yeah, um, but I just thought guy, like that guy. would be a fun way to kind of get into your music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, and bro. instead of just being like, "Tell me about the first time you did music," I'll nah, yeah. probably ask you that one too, man. But I figured um, maybe maybe that story would be uh, a way to tie in kind of what you do, what you do now. Nah, for sure, for sure. Um, so like. I said before, you know, there was three of them. There was, like, Mac, Sox, and Burke. And, like, uh, one of them, his artist name now, he goes by Joshua Rare. We call Burke Birchie. He's, like, a really, really good producer right now, man. But uh, basically, like I said, like, we used to just always freestyle at one point. Like, always just be in, like, either Brandon's room. Like, we was in college dorms at the time, so we'd be in, like, each other's different, like, rooms and shit. Just, like, putting on beats on the TV and shit. Or the Xbox or whatever. And... We were just freestyling. And, like, you know, I wasn't, like, always the best. You know, I was still learning. Like, I was still getting better with flows and things like that. And uh, they were, like, really good, bro. And, like, you know, it was, like, a 
great no judgment zone kind of thing so like they kind of always like still found a way to really like make sure i keep going after you know no matter no matter how many times like i fuck up you know no matter how many times like you know I, like i think about like stopping or whatever you know shit like that they just tell you like go through the motions go through the motions like you know and like and i've been doing this for so long now it's like like the amount of times I've heard like go through the motions like just keep going you know what I'm saying like it's like I've probably heard that shit like over a thousand times and like here I am here, here we are at least like we're still like going in what we're doing you know what I'm saying like no yeah. matter like how many times we failed you know um you know bro that shit was really like I, I'm always like grateful for that uh I always look back at it and I think about like damn like I could've stopped but like now I just like I, I was like I was a little instrumental like growing up like the first instrument I ever played was like the violin <laughs> and I'm not even gonna lie bro. not like, a bad start though no nah, it wasn't bad like and I'm not gonna lie like I fucked with it it was cool like I practiced it a lot but like I had a the teacher he had she was like this like old uh Russian lady like she was rude as shit bro she was really like oh god like I was like I'm, I was in like elementary school doing this shit too bro so like I'm like in fourth fifth grade doing this shit I did it for like two years I think like it was funny as hell. Like, I was carrying my violin to school every day. My mom was running out sometimes to make sure I don't forget that shit. It was funny as hell. But, like, um, she would always make me sit. Like, at one point when we used to do it, she always make me sit in the back of the, uh, I forgot what that shit was even called, like, the orchestra or whatever. Like, and I was in the back chairs, and she'd be like, I'd be like, one time I asked her, I was like, how come, like, I'm always in the back? She like, because, like, the people that sound bad sit in the back. I was just like, where? That's really oh crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. She was like, she was like, really rude. Like, if people were off key, whatever, like, people just, she would just be on top of that shit. Like, you know, but like, you know, I bet she's bred some great violin players, you know, no hate to her. Like, mm -hmm. she just, that's the tough love she'd be giving out. But like, after that, like, I played piano for a long time. Like, my pops pop copped me one, like, when I was, like, in middle school. And, like, I played that shit for, like, three years. Like, I was always, like, you know, I drew the drew the notes down on the keyboard and everything. Like, I just, like, watched my YouTube. Like, I would have the YouTube videos, like, set up there and everything. And, you know, I guess, like, through high school, I stopped, like, really with, like, getting into the instrumental stuff. Like, I was doing sports and stuff like that. And then... I got back Freestyling was like Something I was just doing In high school Like with my friends And shit during classes And then Through college Like and like After I was doing it So much with Burke Mac and Sox bro It's like I was getting to a point Where it was just like Alright now I'm fluently Like it's like It's like conversation When we rap You know it's like Now I'm fluently Talking to these people yep. And like we're We're just flowing Together and it's like We could pass on the flows Whenever And like Now it's like We still do it bro so We was just doing That shit last week <laughs> Do you think that freestyling is 100% just straight repetition in terms of getting better? Or do you think, like, because I feel like there's kind of like a little bit of a mystical element to it where it's like sometimes I can not freestyle for so long and then I could just rip a crazy freestyle and then the next day I could try it again and it won't be anything. So I think as far as freestyling, it is kind of like there is a consistency factor to it mm -hmm. if you want to get to a to a base level of like good for you you know what i'm saying yep like like a base level is like every time you get, start freestyling with your friends like you're always doing that same like you're you're starting to flow off right you're you're keeping things going like you're not stuttering you're not fucking up but like maybe like after four bars you got nothing you know what i'm saying yes yeah but it's like i've seen people that have never done it before like you know do that shit so fluently and yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at too yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I think practice makes perfect for everything, and like everyone always got some kind of room for improvement. And I feel like anyone that do, does it really well, like, might say they don't practice, but they're definitely. Well, you know, I I could think about it for myself. I freestyled every day for 
years it felt like exactly so for me to now not really do it that much but then know how to do it like i can do it better than like Mm-hmm. any person on the street probably like if they're not a rapper like mm-hmm. you can too oh yeah just because sure. you put in so much work so even, even then, if like, you didn't do it for a while you would still be able to do compared to the general public you've yeah. put in so many more hours you know as a I'm also like I don't know as an artist like I, I, I don't always claim myself a rapper I like to rap you know as an artist like I've grown my own sound and like my own kind of wave my own kind of beats that like i have a different sound selection for myself you know so when it even comes to like freestyling like you know people would be like oh freestyling like just put any kind of beat on you know what i'm saying and and it's like even then like just because you can't rap on that kind of beat doesn't mean you're a bad freestyle necessarily it's like you know i was just freestyling with my boys there's so many beats that so many kind of like flows or moods or vibes or whatever that like you know you get on you know and it depends what you're going to talk about it's like you can throw a trap beat on around me and it's and it's cool and all. It's like, I guess we could talk about guns and stuff like that. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah. like, it's not what we actually yeah, do. I That's guess, like, you won't find that in my songs. Songwriting, making making songs is a whole different thing in freestyling at the end of the day. You freestyle yes. with your friends and sometimes that shit is just mad funny. You guys say whatever the fuck you want to say. Like, yep. some weird shit, whatever. Like, everyone just be fucking around and saying some funny shit. Like, so, it just comes down to however you like to do it. Do you find yourself freestyling less now, though? Than you used to do? For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a natural thing, and that's kind of why I'm only at. Only because, I I mean, naturally, I I guess I freestyle with myself every night when I write, I guess, you know, things like that. But sure. on a natural thing, it's like, I just don't go out as much as I used to, you know, like, I'm, a, I'm not always in, like, the same settings I, I used to be in. Yeah. Where, like, people used to do it. But I'm always listening to my own beats. I'm always listening to what producers send me things like that I'm always writing in my room freestyling to a beat like sometimes I have to marinate in a beat you know what I'm saying like before I even write to it things like that so do you find yourself listening to a beat and just not having anything for it and then oh hell yeah oh hell yeah oh yeah bro sometimes my process of writing could take like so long just because like I'm stuck on a beat but like not in a bad way stuck just like I'm just listening to that shit like I'm still listening to that shit like you know putting things together but there's been so many times where I've liked to beat, and you know, even if I didn't end up writing to it, or if like I threw it away, you know what I'm saying? I wrote something, I threw it away, or I recorded. Um, I just, I just love listening. I enjoy listening to beats. You know what I'm saying? So that shit is kind of just. I love it. Like, I'll stick to a beat for a week just because like it sounds great. I I'm with you, brother. Yeah, it's just a vibe. I like to vibe. I'm very. I like to space out. That's that's also how I try to direct my music towards like spacing out. Like, what do you mean by that? I don't know, man. Like, you could just listen to it while you're like smoking. You can just listen to it while you're relaxing. Um, the sound selection I use is more so like outside the box kind of sounds, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, and they just more on the melancholic kind of vibes, like sounds that are captivating, sounds that are just like like. So not make, sad, oh, but not necessarily. Sometimes sad, but like you know, we I use elements of like sadness to show growth. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. just there's there's lessons in pain, not in pleasure. At the end of the day, so like I try to direct my music towards like growth and how you, how you know I'm a fuck up. Everyone, you know, I don't know who. A lot of people could be fuck ups, you know, and that's powerful though yeah, it really yeah. comes from the pain it, and it comes yeah it all comes from the heart for sure Cha- yeah I, I truly do believe that change 
really only comes from pain. I mean, there's no, you know, you talk, you you just mentioned a song, but I think just in general in our lives, I don't think anything really changes without some kind of pain in one direction or another. Either we're giving somebody pain, and if we're doing that, ultimately we're in pain, right? You're you're learning. I mean, yeah, you're learning a lot more from your your stages of pain than you do from not necessarily like everyone is subjective to everybody, but you learn more in pain than you know when you have your downfalls you learn a lot of lessons when you're you know you're up i feel like people get comfortable mm-hmm. happiness like can can read comfortability is there anything specific that you've written about like any specific time that you've written about specifically that was like a, a particularly painful experience that you turned into a song well yeah um definitely covid was a big thing uh obviously like any kind of everybody's gone through like a breakup mm-hmm. or some kind of like toxic relationship of some sorts uh people have traumas people have uh you know f- issues with their family growing up or even standards that they, they have to live by their own ex- like expectations of other people um i guess like a lot of my music came from growing up in uncomfortable situations where i feel like a lot of things were transactional with the people I dealt with as far as like strings attached to like anything that we do together. You know what I'm saying? And and that came from all types of people. Like I'm not going to name anyone, you know, specifically, but all types of relationships. And it could come from your family. It could come from your friends. It could come from your cousins, like things like that. So um, I just felt like growing up, all that like kind of just fueled how I wrote or how I like made my stand in my music yeah. necessarily was it like <laughs> the release was your music the release for you from that or was that was music like it was the different? outlet yeah. it was just the outlet going through everything at the end of the day like I don't treat my my music like it's necessarily work a job mm-hmm. you know it's really what I do like I write on a regular just to like not necessarily a journal but I write things down that might have happened that I need to remember or I'm, I might write things down, like the thoughts I have through the certain day, I'll just write them down instantaneously just so I don't forget them, things like that. But, like, and you know, it's just so, like, they're not necessarily the bar, but I'm writing down something that could create the bar, the lyric, the the whole sentence, whatever I'm going to rap. Does you know it start like that? Will a song start like that for you in, like, a statement or a sentence or something that you... Just it's, one thing that you write down, or are you more of a con- song, sometimes, concept song guy where you go, I got a song concept... And I'm just gonna okay. Here's the here's the goal, and now I'm gonna write the song. Or does it mostly start out, or is it mix? Sometimes it's crazy because sometimes I don't plan. Like yeah. it just the song comes out. But like if I start the topic myself, I'll be like already in that uh, subject, and I'll just be like going off of that subject, and I'll pull that subject from anywhere. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And. I can transition it to anything that is relatable to that subject still, you know what I'm saying? Like, find a way to just flow through it. I guess sometimes the the name of the beat gives me the topic, you know? The producer themselves just named the beat something, like, I don't even know. Isn't it funny, not to cut you off there, but just because I think that you're going to understand this, when the producer names the beat correctly, like, when when they name it to the... The name of the beat matches the beat correct so perfectly. You go, all right, we're on to something here. Like now, I can build off of that. Yeah, for like, sure. Or it's either that, or I got something mm-hmm, from it. Mm-hmm. 
But sometimes it's sometimes way off, but then, other times it's very yeah. And then sometimes like I'll just I'll just not come up with anything for a hot minute, and then I'll get that first line, and then I'll go from there, like, and it just comes together. Or I'll you know like that's another thing about listening to the beat so many times, like even if it takes a week, listening to the beat so many times made me x out the amount of flows I'm not gonna use at least like what I know it doesn't work. So it kind of just like forces me into a bubble, I guess, to figure out what is gonna you know. So that makes me challenge myself sometimes to like come up with like a new, you know, my own little thing. Yeah, just to throw to throw together all like because you're yeah. mixing like the intuition side of it and then also the formatting side. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. know it needs to be a song. Yeah, I definitely appreciate like you know having to like structure the song, like you know, and I definitely um, pace myself when I do that figure out like you know at what point i like, like stop the rapping like do something you know do you think about like the other ways that the song's going to be used when you're making the song do you think about the performance do you think about the music video <laughs> oh yeah for sure um i'll be talking to brandon about this all the time too uh for, especially when it comes to the video side but even when it comes to performing like i'll write that song you know with you know good breath control so that i can even i know you know so i can perform that song well and and not you know Smart. fuck up and lose my breath and shit like Man, that I, fucked up on that I got asthma bro i got asthma so i really <laughs> sometimes yeah, no shit no i got asthma yeah for sure so like i just you know but like that's just i just be doing my best to like pace myself when i write like but you know, I can always speed it up a little bit. Do you bit, feel you know, it when you're rapping though? Do you feel the asthma at all? Or? Like I'll feel myself, you know, f- losing breath at one point. Like I feel like my shortness of breath is definitely quicker than like the average person's mm-hmm. when it comes to that. You know, for sure, smoking don't help it, but <laughs> yeah. you know, we do what we do. It's pros and cons to what we do. Yeah, you know exactly. So yeah, exactly. Um, but, but you think about that side. Yeah, I I, th- I think about that for sure. Uh, I definitely think about like how I could perform it because you know you're not always gonna perform it the same way that you exactly wrote it or the exact way you delivered it when you recorded. Mm-hmm. So like I always try to like try to deliver it different ways when I rap it too because it's like cool to see how it sounds differently. Like you know, or slow your own tempo up, speed your own tempo up, things like that. So yeah, yeah do you is performing a big part of what you're doing or? oh yeah yeah bro i love to perform for real it's it's like a happy place for me honestly um when we do- so, wait in terms of like you don't get nervous or you get nervous i mean everybody gets that little nervousness yeah. before they do something you know like that they're about to do under and, and under pressure as in like you know there's eyes all over you you know what i'm saying i yeah, feel like any yeah. like sports athletes things like that like that nervous so you're still feeling. Focused, but you kind of yeah. just you yeah. just kind of like zone out i i, yeah. I kind of just zone out i do out. too but dude i don't know what i'm doing when i'm like i need to like somehow figure out how to zone out and also mm-hmm. be like self-aware at the same time well i mean anytime i'm about to perform i, I rehearse for sure like yeah, i rehearse yeah. a lot like so, in your room or like yeah, whatever every, like, anywhere yeah. in my car in yes. my room anytime i get a chance like i, I feel like just do it i've done that but it, i felt like it didn't help me i mean like it let me learn the lyrics to the song more, but it didn't help me perform better. And I wanted to figure out. And then I realized that performing, you just have to perform more. I think. Yeah, for sure. You definitely just gotta drive the wheel a lot. Like it's like starting to drive manual and never did doing it before. Like you definitely gotta just go with it, learn how to do it off rip. But I guess I could say I've done it like 
a good amount of times now to the point where like I know how to represent my, with body language when I perform uh keep my breath control right I also like play you know use my backing tracks I don't just play like my whole song on the speaker so that like my lyrics are over like how I sound on the microphone like I practice my lyrics I rap my shit do you think about the crowd engagement side of it or? oh yeah exactly for sure actually me and my boy Zave the Ripper uh He's we, been on here. Shout out yeah, to yeah, Zave. yeah. Shout out to Zave. That's my brother for real. Um, we just performed uh, one of our r- recent singles. I don't even care. Um, he actually, it was a remix on his original single, and like that's my brother. Like we just be listening to shit. We used to make beats like together all the time and things like that. And bro, like we just had to make that shit a song. Uh, we performed it at Rex Studios. Uh, Rec Productions in Tintin Falls, New Jersey. Fireplace, definitely, if you want to get your video set up there or whatever. But we killed that shit because uh, we definitely got the crowd jumping through our energy. Like at the end, then people were chanting the shit. Did you, know? you d- practice that performance at all? With t- so we, me and him didn't, but you know, we were kind of just on like some. Yeah, same I was gonna mental, say, you some, probably didn't need to. Like, we really didn't. Do, it's sometimes it's yeah. just like that. Like, you just don't, need, yeah, you just don't even need to. And like, we were just on that same, you know. He's done his fair share of practicing as well, you know? So. I got a few of those songs where it's like, I could do that anytime, anywhere, mm-hmm. any state. I exactly. just know the song so good. Yeah. And I had that with my friend Cy, dude. We did this track. We made it. We made it like not even together. We weren't even together. We were just sending verses back and forth. Mm-hmm. Put the song together. Then it ended up getting like doing pretty good on plays when he dropped it. I was like, all right, cool. And then we did a few, couple performances with it. And then we were at like a little bit bigger music festival doing it. And it was just crazy to to think about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, every time, like, I don't have to think about that song. Like, that song, like, just whenever we got, like, with the words and the sentiment of the song, people just get it wherever you yeah. perform it type of thing. And as long as you could, like, put that delivery in, like, the crowd's going to, like, you know, they're going to take it in some way. And they're going to, like, send it back. You feel me? It's, mm-hmm. like, energy literally just passing back and forth. Like, it's they're going to vibe with you as long as you... You know, like you are the shit up there, because you can't be going up on the stage, like, and it's okay to fuck up, just pick it back up, you know what I'm saying? But you can't be going on the stage fucking up and then apologizing on stage, because like the more you apologize or like the more you, you know, people are gonna be like, alright, like now you, now you pushing it, like, on to the next. Oh, I think yeah, you're supposed to be like. The, Not all uh, crowds are gonna be the same for sure. So no, no, so. no. But you're supposed to know, like, you're, if you're the artist, like, you're telling me what's good. I'm not supposed to tell you what I'm not supposed to be like well that sucked like you should have did this differently like mm. the crowd is there for you to be the like you pick the song you tell mm. me the shit's good yeah you control it you control it that's what they're there for mm. they're ready to feed their energy into exactly. you exactly yeah they're, they, they're there to see a show man you just gotta yeah. give the people what they want yeah but that's like yeah I agree but to make it to actually do it effectively is a whole I mean animal you know I you know you gotta build that team Yes. So yeah. when it comes to that team, it's like you gotta have somebody. If you got your own DJ man, whatever, get into a space and just really perform it together, like through in front of a mirror, whatever you gotta do, like to figure it out, and just you know really put your energy into it. When you get on that stage, like you putting a show on, it's you know. But it depends on the setting too. Like if it's you know if you had a bar venue, things like that could be different. You should put your heart into it at the end of the day. Like, it's going to, people are going to resonate. It's going to project. It's a vibe. <laughs> I got something for you. So, what's up? 
I so let me figure out how to format this. So you got when you started releasing music, yeah, you had some songs kind of do pretty well in terms of plays like off the rip or a little bit earlier on, I would say. They do, yeah, through some marketing for sure. Through some marketing, I'd like to go into that too. Has your opinion of what plays can do for you changed since that point? Like, do you value performing more or do you value plays more? Do you value the fan? Like, where has has your mindset on music shifted at all from? Because, like, you came out the bat, it came out the gate, you just mentioned that you marketed it, which I think, like, it's neither here nor there, really. Like, I think it's important, but I think that's still plays. Like, those songs still. People still listen to them. It wasn't a waste of time. Nah, yeah, for sure. You know, but I just like I never got the grasp, I guess necessarily. So it didn't exactly go where I wanted it to go. Where did you want it to go? Not necessarily like I wanted it to like blow me up or anything, but you know, um, it definitely hit a point where not like it kind of stabilized, and then I guess the marketing kind of stopped, and then like you know it was it was you know. Do you have somebody doing this for you? No, no, no. I was trying to do it myself, so that's where like so that's. Well, that's impressive thing. though. If you did the like, if you got yeah, some like, traction that way, I had help for sure. Like I had people like mentoring for me and stuff. There was definitely methods that, um, I came through using that like I didn't really like using. Yeah. Um. Not as far as like what, anything. Like pay for plays and stuff like that. Not right? necessarily pay for plays. Or anything, but like I was definitely like trying to like pay for playlists and stuff like that, yeah. and like it was it, it seemed all legit like through like what it was what it was and stuff, but I guess it wasn't what it seemed, or or I just didn't uh, take advantage the right way necessarily of like as far as marketing while it was being on those playlists or things like that. So you know that was just like a entrance level phase for me, I guess. I was just trying to figure it out, uh, go through, like, the motions, figure out, like, what actually works for me and whatnot. I can't even say, like, I'm not going to necessarily say, like, I'm a good marketer or anything. I'm just definitely... No, I think you have a so- strong brand, though. Yeah, I'm learning as I go, you for sure. You seem to be prioritizing it. I think oh, yeah. we all are because we kind of know that mm. we have to. I don't yeah. think that you, there's a... I, I pick... Yo, I'm like a vessel, man. Like I, I just pick, like, any information up from any person. Like, not saying that some people are bad sources or good sources, but... All the sources I'm picking up. You were up telling that. me off camera too yeah, about yeah. these guys who do this uh, music marketing. Oh yeah, that's shout out to Diggy Metro and Bales Pagliashi. Um, they got the Rapper's Guide podcast. It, it's basically teaching people about like the music business and everything, and it's really so. Are you, really good at it. Yeah. Are you making moves like consistently in your marketing in terms of like? Do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy? Like I really don't personally, and that's why I we like have people. So I got like. I definitely got strategies as far as promotion, how we self-promote, me and the boys, like me and the team, uh, as far as that. But it just comes down to doing, I guess, campaigns and things like that where I don't get... I just don't know where to... Is that ads or what? Are you running ads? Like we were, So, so like, I, I tried running ads, too, on, like, Facebook advertisement and everything. And that was doing good on one, uh, one of my songs, uh, Over Easy, with Max Z. And like I said, I had a good push with it, and then I lost it because I I just couldn't get a grasp of it. I couldn't figure out like what was working, what wasn't, and things like that. So I just don't know how you to. Think it was worth it though. It was definitely worth it for sure. Like, but if you flipped on Ads Manager again and and got it back going, like, do you think you like? Is that what, what I think? I think because I look at it as I'll say this, man. It's a lot I of money. It, it's a lot of it's money. It's a lot of for money. Sure. I. 
only want to do it organically, I think. I might supplement with ads, but I think that you can choose the organic lane. But this is the thing. You can't just make music videos, unfortunately. No. Like, you can't make music videos and then just promote music videos and expect that to grow if you're not either running ads or doing something else. So back to so back to your initial question about, like, what I think is the best at, as far as performing, you know, videos or whatever. Yeah. I think generally the, the word to mouth and the networking that you do with people, like, when you go to events, things like that, uh, is the best way to actually put your shit out there. Or, like, it'll put you in, uh, like, I don't know. I just always found that word to mouth always ended up working the best. So, I'm not necessarily saying that not promoting your music and not advertising. That's the only Yeah, it's just, like, it doesn't scale the same, obviously, but, you know. Same with me, dude. 100% same with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has been the best. It's hard to put, like, my finger on it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, It's a big monster, like, you just can't even figure out, like. Like honestly, I still I'm still trying yeah. to like I couldn't tell you exactly I could tell you, you know, because if if you were an artist that you know just started or something and you came to me for tips, like I could tell you only what I've been taught, or what you do, or what, what I done. exactly, or what I do, or what I've done, and I can't even necessarily tell some. I can tell people what doesn't work because of the f- mistakes I've made. Yeah. But I can't coach somebody necessarily. Like, I, if somebody asks me, like, if, and I've had people come up to me for tips and things like that, and I'm just like, bro, I'm kind of like, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> like, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. do this shit myself too, bro. I'm be, figuring I'd this like, shit what out. You, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll be like, what are you doing? Maybe you're I can. Me some yeah, trade secrets yeah, yeah, you're trying to trade cheat codes, like. Yeah, right, right. I noticed, in terms of your releases, you've done a lot of singles. Is that true? Yeah, I. I've been on the single wave for the most part right now, only because I've done one experimental tape. Um, it was like five, six songs. It was called Boy Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was good. I really liked it and everything. I just haven't, I feel like I haven't necessarily made that like baby yet. You know, the, that one yeah. baby first, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like that your- album, that first, like not even album or whatever mixtape, just that first like baby that you put out into the world. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're that, talking in the terms of a project. Yeah. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, so, you could probably do both at the same time. Hey, maybe. yo. <laughs> yo, shout out to Black, dude. Uh, the guy, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah. six. Yeah. Could have just spelled the word, son. You're so... It confused the hell out of me. But anyway, shout out to him because of that picture. You know that picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like... I know you're talking about. That's, for, that, that's dope. Like, that, nah, such, yeah. such, such a sick picture. Nah, dude. for real, for real, for real. I know what you're talking about. Um... Yeah, bro. So, as far as a project, I I I feel like I don't want to just make projects that. Not saying like it's bad to do it, but I feel like a lot of people put out a lot of quantity. Like I I like to just not. It's quality for me for sure, but I want to put a project together that's you know every song is quality, and and it's gonna mean something to me. You know, like I want that message to really speak in that project, and. I guess just because, like, you know, one thing is, and I'm not beating myself up for it ever, it's like, I want to experience life for sure. Not necessarily to the fullest to write this project, but I want to experience a lot of life, a lot of things that, like, rejog my memory, a lot of things that, like, remind me of, like, self-flaws about myself. I'll talk shit about myself on a whole song, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't care. So... Self-deprecation 
as an artist. Not necessarily yeah. self-deprecation. No, 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 but it, not, 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 in, not self-deprecation on it. In a but I will point out my my negatives. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I will. I'm not scared to show my vulnerability, or uh, I'm not scared to necessarily tell people how I messed up just to let them figure it out you know what i'm saying if they or if they are going through that same kind of mess up or something like that mess up you know what i'm saying they're gonna they're gonna feel like not alone they're gonna feel like you know a lot of people are actually going through this for real like so you you can do what music has done for you yeah exactly absolutely everybody's story is powerful for real like because this just because of the artists you hear now you know are making what they make doesn't mean like because you're not living that exact life you're you're not going mm. through it. I'm, I'm kind of losing myself here a little bit, no. but oh, I got you. But it's more so saying like your life is something relatable to somebody else out there. Yes, and your life is gonna still touch a lot of people because if they didn't didn't go through it, they're gonna think about like what if I went through it. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't you think that there's so many artists that it's like for somebody to find there's a lot of people who would find your song probably millions who would resonate with it and become a fan if only that many people could listen to your song yeah like is that it though like is that because i think about it i'm like all right if 10 million people listen to one of my songs if you put right now headphones on 10 million people how like just in the world somebody went up to them and said hey dude i gotta put these headphones you have to listen to this song Mm -hmm. here's a hundred bucks they'd be like okay i'll listen to the song and 10 million at one time how many would become fans it's like is it a quantity issue in terms of the retention probably viewership 25 percent or something yeah it would probably be be, very low i mean it would probably be much lower yeah i would guess like social media numbers five ten percent you know um but i think about that too i'm like is that i think that is the actual difference between that and execution but between artists kind of like the pro versus the amateur you know or yeah. the pro versus the middle of the road guy all i'm gonna say is i know that the people up there for sure like drake's or, or j cole's whatever they are still marketing their music so there's no reason yeah. There's never a reason to stop marketing. Well, they're marketing to their own fans, too. Yeah, and because they have a targeted fan base, obviously, now. And and there's a difference between a fan and a following. There's, like, you know, a following through a viral song is different than a created fan base that you grew over, like, five years through through performances and things like that. But, you know, they, there's never a reason to stop marketing. You know, they have to still market. Mm-hmm. They still have to. So... That's why I will always be trying to figure it out, you know. It's a good lesson. Yeah. So shout out to rappers guys. Yeah. They teach you a lot. No, there I'm serious, go. man. Like they're gonna. They I got know a lot one, of gems uh, on that. Called an I am Northbound. That's a podcast about the music industry. Um, there's a few people that I follow on Instagram too that just drop bombs, man. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, I didn't know this about copyright. I didn't. Yeah. James Landry is one of them. They'll start popping up. On so Wendy so Day. James yeah. Landry, I actually like. I actually. So, uh, for through some of my marketing experience, I went through DeNovo Agency, which oh, is Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've that's, spoken to them. Before, yeah, yeah. You know? so they're, I, they're good at sales. Yeah. No, they're... they're <laughs> <laughs> and marketing. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. have a great... Ag- yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all around, they're a good agency. Like No, they're great. Like, they're very... They know how to talk to artists. Very knowledgeable people, yep. for sure. And, you know, I, I've done works with them, for sure. And I guess that's where 
it came down to like the songs that were doing really good like I didn't yes. figure out how to take it <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was, no I wasn't even trying yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't figure out how to take it and keep it going yes basically in the, in the simplest form yeah, that I, I I don't know, dude. I'm not even going in that lane. I'm like, I, I'll max out organic before I even touch paid. Like, I will post three to five times, three to five vertical videos a day before I go and promote something. Nah, for because sure. I know none of us are maxing out our organic shit. We just mm -hmm. want the pay to play way, which is pay for ads. Mm -hmm. But I know that organic, like, if you just make the right shit, you just have to make. In terms of content, you just have to make such good content, and it's so hard yeah. to make so as an artist or a rapper to make original content that will just start popping on its own that's it's so mm. like there's so you have to have such a maybe it's not maybe i'm overcomplicating it but i just think it's hard to all the all artists are unique there's a reason why some have a hundred thousand and some have three and there's a that's definitely a difference in just how good the content is i would think yeah man there's definitely just there's i've heard i've heard a lot of talent out there that aren't getting plays on their music but they're really 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 good better than some of the people that are getting you know <coughs> it's a difference of marketing yeah it really just comes down you know and I, I'm not saying it's terrible but it's not what it should be I guess you know cause the talent should be heard yeah if, yeah kind of, not really not for free like you know, obviously. Well, it's the problem is it can't. It should be if it was like an ideal world, but it's not. So it's like talent isn't rewarded. It's attention that's rewarded. Yeah, so. exactly. It's, so the talent. So it's the grind behind the talent that is rewarded. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one thing to just be talented, but there's but it's no the amount way, of dude. If you're that talented, you're doing marketing. It's yeah. like if you're the most talented person in the world and you're not doing marketing, then you're not that talented, because. You would be doing it if you were so good, but the, right? the or, grind or is that a lack of knowledge? Is that a lack of knowledge? I, I'm not gonna say it's a lack of knowledge. It's just a perspective that yeah, you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it comes down to the. So like I was saying, the grind behind the talent is a whole different beast. Like you got to do more than just be at home and make your own songs. Like you gotta, you gotta go out to the shit. You gotta show face. <clears throat> you gotta meet these other people that are doing the shit. You know, collaborate. You know, I, I've been doing, like, songwriting, things like that myself, like, trying to help other people, like, make their own projects, things like that. And it just comes down to, you know, that's where the word to mouth comes in. Like, the kindness at the end of the day will always come back to you from the universe. Yeah. And the amount of work you put in will always come back from the universe as well. So it's one thing to be talented and feel like you shouldn't, you're entitled you know what I mean? If you feel if you're talented and entitled, yeah, like it don't work like that. But talented people should be heard for sure, as long as they're putting the grind behind it. I'm just not necessarily happy with the kind of grind you got to put in now because it's all not about the art anymore. If that makes no. sense, no, it's yeah, not it's at not all, about actually. the art anymore. I feel like so it just comes down to. But you know, that's the point of finding no, a targeted fan base and those real ones. Like it's not about the music. <laughs> It's more about the content. That's what I think. Yeah. Like we... Are you setting trends? Are you? We got so you? caught up in the content that we forgot about the context. Mm -hmm. And the context is... This is not a content creator. This is an artist slash rapper or mm -hmm. whatever. Or a singer. It's like by default, this is not somebody who just does this. Like they make the art. That's hard enough. 
that's why I think a team's important, which I don't really have one. That's for why my I music, think but. a team is important, and that's why marketing is important. Because if you do get to that point where you don't have to create, you don't have to create content. I've, I've, there's so many artists that aren't creating content on a daily basis, but they are marketing still, and that's what's keeping the trafficking for their plays. That's what's getting their ticket sales. You know. I think it's black and it's like, white. It's dude. the artists that are dropping albums every three, four years. You know what I'm saying? Those are the artists that you're not seeing shit on TikTok from. You know what I'm saying? They aren't posting every day, but they got their strong, like, go hard fan base because, you know, they're marketed to them. And I am with you, though, you about it. Yeah, about also about it being this landscape now where that seems like the only way. Yeah, it's not the only way, but, like, Yet for a certain point You're gonna feel like You're gonna have to push yourself Like you gotta show a lot of face You gotta do a lot of things With content You know And just get a lot of people on board But once those people are on board You know The people that are really Like fucking with you Are gonna That's that's gonna It's gonna resonate with them And they're gonna know That they're fucking with you And they're gonna always tell you Like Things like that Dude I appreciate this conversation On marketing Cause I'm Fascinated with How With seeing artists Where I go Wow they do it so well But I'm like Somehow like I want to do it differently I want to do it my own way And I've tried And certain Really realistically It's just like It's about what you prioritize You know So I always like to see And you know The, the mindset yeah. of, of other people And see where they put it On their You know Pedestal of At the end of the day important. If the music Like work on the music if, if the music is really What you love And you work on the music And you make the music Really good Like the music Will market itself too you know what I'm saying? It should. And and by like and it's not just like how good you are, but like find that engineer that is really good. You know, spend invest that money that will make your song better. Invest that money on a beat that you know you could kill like, you know what I'm saying? Like just you just got to like take those risks at the end of the day. I work two jobs, man. Like I I barely have time for myself, but I still try to find a way to like at least squeeze in the the making a song like a week at least or or trying to hit the stew. As frequent as I can to get those songs a vault ready to just drop, you know. It seems like work and consistency, and coming back to what you said in the beginning too. Or I don't know, I don't know if it was in the you beginning. You gotta live life, and your your the consistency will come out of it because you will have those experiences to talk about. It depends how you make your music or what you making about. You know what your music is about, but for me, it's just it's just my life, man. Yeah, it's just my life. <laughs> and speaking of that, perfect transition. Just had that. Like I said, I really appreciate the conversation on on music and marketing, kind of the landscape, because it does change and it is, and it has changed and it is changed. And and before you jump in, I'll just wrap that thought up. Um, in terms of your trajectory now, you meet these guys, okay? They're freestyle. You're like, this is cool. <laughs> these guys are just because I have questions about this too. Um, before we keep going here to set a little more context on that situation. Are these guys recording anything or are they only freestyling? Nah, 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 nah. So, like I said, my boy Sox, who is called, his artist name now is Joshua Rare, he makes music and he's really, 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 really good. I think he's a really good songwriter. He actually, like, me and him, we go back and forth, like, on some friendly rivalry, rivalry shit. But, like, every time he drops a song and, like, I hear it and it's, like, mad good, I'll be like, fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not in a bad way, but it's just like, damn, like, he going crazy, bro. And like, nah, I just got to go harder, bro. Like, I got to go harder now. Like, we, we definitely, like, motivate, like, extrinsically motivate each other to keep going in this shit for sure. But he's he's fire. And my boy Burke can rap too, but he don't, you know, he just, 
He just stick to the producing. That's what he like to do. He's really, really good at that. He's popping off for sure, man. He's got hella productions with um, artists like Tennis Boy Will. He's got one with Fetty Wap. Like, he's doing his thing, man. He's a Birchie goat, man. That's my brother. <laughs> so these guys kept going. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. As you did as well. Mm-hmm. And we and to this day we're like we're connected. We're tapped in. What was the timeline though? So like that happens. You're in college at this point. You don't, though, you don't stay in college, then you go back to college, right? Am I correct? No, I, I, we, we, all, always, we all stayed so at So you college. never dropped out or anything? Uh, I took, like, a little break. Okay. You took a, a, a leave of absence. A leave of absence, as I would like to say. Um, and I came back, but, you know, they had grad, they were, they're older than me, so uh, Sox had finished somewhere else. He left FDU and... Burke had uh, graduated from there. Mac also transferred as well. And I took my leave of absence, came back. I graduated. Um, and yeah. Where was music for you in the leave of absence time? Were you doing music at that time? Or? I was doing music through every point of my life. Uh-huh. I, through my brokest points, through my... Dude, what is there any moment? Is there any moment when you so you don't allow anything to get in front of that, like in terms of prioritizing it? It's not Because even that's a, what happens to me personally. It's not that it comes down to like prioritizing it. It's just generally like what I like to do. So it's like as if somebody w- like, all right, dude, I gotta work out three days a week or whatever. It, it, no, it's no, no, that. it's that. It's that. Yeah, it's that second instinct that you have. It's just like I just gotta do it. Like yeah. that's what you just. Or if if you like to paint and like you just gotta get, like you just gotta paint some shit every yeah. day. I don't know, man. Like it's just that passion and you literally like that makes you want to keep doing it. So like I said, like I I've done it like through my happiest points, through my brokest points ever, like, and it was just always there for me, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm always there for that, like, um, yeah, bro, thinking back on it now, like, that shit's been in my basement, that's just been, like, in a small-ass room that I used to live, I used to live in, like, a little literal closet, and I just had my mic in the corner still set up, I always find a way to set up my mic in a room, no matter how I have to do it, but, you know, man, and I have, like, all the shit I need on my laptop, you know? At the, at like my earlier points, I wasn't really recording with like the best equipment, and shit like that. But through through the experience and learning through other people, I got it like a mentor basically, and through all that, I just upgraded everything. So now I have like a way better mic. I know how to record better. I can do a little bit of the mixing by myself. I could do a little producing. You know. Was this was a mentor that just a friend of yours or? It's it's a. It's Dicky Metro. <laughs> he's my boy, bro. He's just like I've been. I, he's an engineer, and he makes. He's on that podcast basically, and he's just like for a while. I was like going to him to get my songs mixed, and he was just always teaching me like little things like how to record better, or you know, send stems better. Or like he'll just teach me things as I watch him mix the whole song about plugins, and show me he'll just always put me on you know what i'm saying he was never he was never scared to like drop a gem on somebody he was actually like he would always tell me he's like you know he 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 enjoyed that i was like i'm like a vessel like i was saying earlier like you drop a gem on me man i'm not gonna sit there and argue with it about it i'm not gonna act like i know more than you about it i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna be a fraud like if it's something i feel like damn like or if it's even critical feedback you know constructive criticism whatever um i'm just gonna be like okay maybe i could do that or maybe i'm i am wrong or 
maybe I, or I didn't know this. Now I can put this and apply it to what I do. Like it comes back to delivering value too. Like yeah, and said it's very valuable to me at the end of the day, the knowledge and the well, and and what he's doing is the approach that I recommend, which is mm-hmm. his free advice was better than advice you'll get from somebody to probably pay them for. No, hundred percent, exactly. Perfectly specific to you. He's he's taught me things that like probably work better than what I've heard from all these people that try to push a price, you know? Yes. And And because that's their thing isn't as much value with a lot of people. It's more of make my money. Yeah. I got to make my money. It's a business for them, which I don't, you know, it's the grind. Dude, I'm willing to give people, like if you came to me and you're like, I don't have, I have a podcast, but I don't have 300 or $200. If you show me your bank account, if you're super broke and you have a hundred bucks, I'll probably just do it for free. Yeah. No, that's, but if you have the money, like then it's a value exchange, but it's like, no, know. but like that's that's what makes you a real person. Like you're down to yeah. spread that knowledge. Sometimes, man, yeah. you know, life is hard. I get it. Everybody gets it. I I believe in. Uh, well, that's kind of somewhat. It's kind of like apprenticeship a little bit. And I interned at a studio for free. Like they didn't pay mm-hmm. me, but I got to hang out and ask questions. That was the best experience. One of the best experiences of my life, man. Yeah. You know, I good, went man. there every day. I wasn't getting paid. I was living off savings. I was like, I'll do this till my savings runs out. Yeah, bro. That's that's sometimes that's the energy you gotta have to really put into this shit. I put a lot. If I had if I had to explain how many times I went broke for what I do, it would be endless list. I probably if I had a dollar for every time I did it, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> like it's funny as shit for real. Well, and that's why that's a props to your work ethic, man. Because I because the fact that you're working these jobs and and still staying on the music grind too. Do you ever see yourself just taking the plunge? And just going like, what is that a goal for you? To or would you always want to have something else going on? In you know, man. Of- like I've I've thought about so many things about to do with like my own music and things, and everybody's so. I'm not everybody, but I feel like the main social media wave is to get viral, get famous, do this, do that. You know, I'm trying to. You know, you can make a living. Off of just making music It doesn't have to be billions It doesn't have to be millions But you can make 300k a year You can make 400k a year Being an artist Yeah but just to Get by You need like 30 It's like If you could just make Like 30 to if 50 you can You'd make, be living you, life You know what I'm saying If you can make 80 to 90k And then still have Your own job Or a side hustle You know what I'm saying That shit is That shit is gold No I literally me. think If I, you made I, 20k a year You can support yourself Off that I think off, you can make it You work. can definitely 30, Make 40. your own business grow For yeah, sure Hell yeah 100%. Which yeah If you can make if you start, but I like, see what you're saying though. It's 100%. like you could legitimately. But the lo- in the long term, I'm yeah, saying like yeah. you know, like that's like your career. You know what I'm saying? Like yep, you can yep. make 80k to whatever. Even if you can make 300k a year, that's that's like a doctor amazing yeah. salary right there, bro. Like, do you have goals like that though? Do you set any monetary goals not, like that, or or like life goals in terms of I like mean, I'd love to be make, a full time artist. Yeah, that's what uh, that's yeah, definitely yeah. the goal to be like as far as any extensions from that that will come. I want to make clothing brands, you know, you know, I want to I want to sell shit. I want to throw events. I want to do you know, there's mad shit that I could like I can make a list of shit I want to do. And I, I, I am planning to do us long term goals once like the music opens those gates. Yeah. But right now it's just small goals. So you hit the big goal. You know, you make small goals for yourself that you can actually accomplish at a time and it's crazy because um in the beginning of like 2021 or something like i was setting like goals that were like unimaginable almost like i was saying like oh yeah get like 3k monthly listeners in just this year and i'm just like 
I even talked to Diggy about that. He was like, you know, I would I would set it lower. And I was like, really? Like, and not in, not in a way where I felt disrespected or anything. It's just like, don't you think I should set it higher so that I could really just push myself to do it? He'd be like, nah, set it to a number you think you could definitely hit. Yeah. And when you hit that, you will feel that accomplishment. And then yes. the rest, you know, will keep going. Like, so he was like, go to 500. What's wrong? With, like, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. And he, he, you know, it's, he's always like dropping gems and opening your mind to, to the other possibilities. And he's even dropped that gem too. Definitely once in his podcast, but even like, even then, you know, I don't even want to be on the camera like that, man. Like all the yeah, time, yeah. like the viral shit. It's cool, yeah. Like get your song popping, get it played in a party, yeah, for sure. All that in a club, you know, TikTok dances, whatever. But it's cool. But but like, I just want to live my life, bro. I just want to have a, a I just want to have a good life, you know, where you learn, where you keep growing with people. The people that you love music seems to be providing enough value to you personally that oh yeah yeah like it's it is uh I, i'm with you dude like if i don't have an outlet like i truly like dude i i feel that a lot has changed for me uh since i used since i like i went from making a good amount of music to kind of to just not making music but all the things in my life became an outlet mm -hmm. so i didn't actually really need to go to music as an outlet because the things in my life were becoming an outlet for me so they served a similar function they'll never be the same thing as what expressing myself on a song will be mm -hmm. but for sure like as you go through life too you realize there are other things that are gonna kind of like that's like my life changed and, and then it changed my commitment because I changed my priorities yeah when my life changed for sure like and that happened during that COVID period, for sure, during that leave of absence from school, everything. like I feel that's that point. That was that uh, catalyst for how I changed and rearranged my priorities. I used to live with my parents and everything, and um, it wasn't always, like, working the best at the time. And, you know, now I live alone. Like, I just try to pay my own rent. I try to pay all, I pay all my bills, like, everything. And I try to, like, prioritize the important things like about how I'm going to get myself to a better standpoint or like get to a stepstone where I can financially do this for myself. I can financially, you know, stop working here. I can, you know, like all these things will open new possibilities. And well, like I said, with the team, that shit, you like, I'm not going to say you can't do it alone, but with the team, like anything's possible. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And we're both the same age, man. Um, yeah. How old are you? 24. Oh, yeah. So we're the same age. Yeah. Worry, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I got the beard. So you would think maybe mm -hmm. a little bit. People people be shooting higher. You see they'd that? They'll be shooting <laughs> you higher. You see that? Like, what up? I don't know, man. A Video lot of y'all need to get your yeah, A lot of y'all need to get your shit up, for real. Yeah. I, I've been seeing some of them patchy ass beards. It's not working, Yo, bro. It ain't, not working. That ain't it. That ain't it, dude. <laughs> yeah. That, um. You know, I, I think the thing with the beard is like, I just. Tr I don't think that people try. I think people give up. I just think that people don't want to go through awkward stages of their beard, so then they give up. And I will say, yeah, get that patchy ass bullshit out of here. But also, if you gotta go patchy, it is. What Listen, it is. man, I, I had to go. You. I had to go through it. Like obviously, if you're growing it out, you go through the phases. But I was young when I was going through that patchy phase, so it was cool. I was just in I've like had high this school since and shit. Fifteen, son. Oh. 
Look, not this whole thing, but I was about the to beard. say, yeah, I was growing like the facial hair. Obviously. Like I never stopped, is what I'm saying. I've was, never shaved it off. Oh, oh okay. I hear, I've I hear. always had it I, in some form. Like I had it real, like. You so know. when I was like 16, I, I was growing out a little bit. Um, uh, I actually saw a picture of you that uh, I had. A, I had a go. I had a. I had a. I had a. You had short hair too. Yeah, I had short hair. I, yeah, I started. The My hair man first. was looking Man. like. Well, I don't know what you were looking like. <laughs> I can't even throw nothing down for that, dude. I, you was looking like dude your own. No, that dude that looked like like me, bro. With the um, I remember my beard like came down, and then dude, it was like it was like preseason like, glow up. That's it was all like I'm gonna squares, say. bro. It was like squares. Yeah, it was like for me. The patches like, were like almost like uh, geometrical. You was getting like it was like <laughs> yeah, you was could like, box what? braid your shit. Like it was like long over here, and then halfway through the middle was just a desert, man. Nothing grew, but nah. I had like the illest patches like in between here and shit, but you know I just kept doing what I was doing and it finally grew up. But that's what I'm saying, man. I don't people. Th- I don't. I just don't think people have the dedication. Yeah, hey man, I'm a. I was staying in the crib too, so I didn't give a shit. Like I was. I don't give a fuck who saw me. Like Dude, I just let it home. grow, man. Yeah, I just. Let I it grow. think so many more people. I might be crazy, but I think that so many more people can grow full like true beards that think that they can't. They just have to wait longer. Yeah. For it to grow, yeah, I think eventually it'll grow. If you waited ten years, it might take that long. Shit, I couldn't. I it didn't for me, but to this, this is like how long? Full growth, like. <laughs> well, I've been doing this for a year, growing it out for a year. Okay. Not really. Shaving yeah, I it. haven't touched the length in like about a year. Yeah, or so too. yeah. Okay, I did a no shave last last no. Now last October, I had it still down to. I've never like like a one. I never like trimmed it or like lately I haven't even been like touching it to be honest. But like I always line my shit up. You feel me? Are you, how often do you go to the barber? <laughs> uh, I, Curious I try to, on every this. like two weeks. That's a, that's a little much, man. That's a lot. Nah, I get sometimes I'll push it to the third week, but like my hair grows back fast though, respectfully, mm-hmm. and like it just gets really really thick. At the same, like my hair is really thick, so. Once this shit grows out, it gets like very like toughy and shit like that. So it's just better to grow. It's a, I just let it go, man. I let it go, but I'll go like six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. I mean, bro, I work at jobs and shit. I can't, I gotta groom, you know, things like I gotta be looking like. True. You know what I'm saying? True. I got I can't be looking like a feral, a wildebeest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respectfully, you got that, you know. When I come to that point, I, can I do have a job as well. I will say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's less know. important. They said basically my requirements are it just has to look like clean. It's yeah, it you can just be gotta as look long as and shit. Yeah, but like even then, like when this shit grows out, like I feel like it don't look like I just, I just gotta. I, I have that urge to just have to get the cut, man. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> no, I get you. I, 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 it gets to a point. I let it. I push it, dude. I will say I do push it. I think the longest I had, like, I pushed without getting a haircut was probably like. A month and a week. Okay, mine. I don't. I couldn't go further. Mine's than that. when I was like. Uh, it just gets harder yeah. to maintain, like all this too. Like when my hair is too. I don't know. Right? It's just, yeah, we had a couple barbers on. It's interesting to talk to them about that oh, industry. Right? Yeah, man, because yeah. they're cutting people's hair all day. I mean, I could imagine their life, man. It's just, they think they're in their head all day, probably. Unless the people are talking to you, I'll be talking to my body. Hey, man, the barbershop's like a therapy session for me, for real, for real. Sometimes we talk about life. Sometimes we talk about like the the news and the bullshit going on in the world, like you know, or we just talk about some or just barbershop gossip and everyone's laughing at shit. Like my my homies were getting caught up in fantasy football, dude, and I don't uh, follow it at all. So I was just like, "This is beat." 
Oh uh, yeah. Can you so guys talk a... about something I care about? <laughs> they put in the movies on shit too, so I be going to like like a, a old fashioned like style like New York kind of barbershop, man. It's like a black barbershop. Everyone in there just be roasting each other the whole time. Yeah, dude, like, that's the best. Yo, it's funny. It's shit. me, B. B, what up? I uh, I have something to say for conversation right here. Um Jump Tur- you gotta tell them about the time um where you were in the barber shop and that thing happened, you didn't know they were filming and all that? Oh <laughs> uh you know the show I think it's ABC, what would you do? ABC Families, what would you do? My friend worked on that show. He was one of the actors. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So that I used to watch him on TV. Yeah. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, that's actually really dope. Yeah, and, but John Keniones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, so he, I I don't know. John never Keanu watched Keanu's. that shit in my entire life before this day, bro. I was in my barber shop, bro. Like I said, I get a haircut like every two weeks, bro. And I was in my barber shop, and it was a morning appointment that I actually forgot I even booked. So I woke up. I had my alarm set. Thank God. But the night before, I went out, did my thing. We got fucked up. And I was like hung over the next day And I'm like fuck I woke up to my alarm I was like fuck I forgot I got this haircut I was looking dusty as a bitch I get to that spot And it's my barbershop Usual barbershop every two weeks I know everything about that store I know where the ATM is I know where the You know I know exactly where the painting hangs at. Like you know what I'm saying I know every little square inch of that shit Bro I'm in there And I The first thing I realized when I walked I didn't have cash by the way So I had to get cash And I'm like yo Where the fuck the ATM at It's not in the same corner It's always in I'm like yo I turn around I'm like yo Where's the ATM He's like yo We put it over there today I was like alright Where So I I get my money out There's no music on In the barbershop I'm like yo This is mad weird Cause they're always playing like hip hop Or my, my barber Dave Who like Who ran the store bro Always had fucking it wasn't his store at the time It was a store he worked at before He always had like Some kind of like Biggie or something Playing in that shit And bro I'm like Alright now it's a weird vibe Like no music is playing And there's this dude Sitting next to me Who I actually realized Was Was in on it Like he He knew the whole shit Was going down too I don't think he was an actor But I think he was just Somebody getting a haircut And he saw the first run Like I guess they were all There all day Doing runs on different people and he was there before the the run en- ended, and he knew exactly what was going on. So he kind of like played the part. You feel me? Yeah. So it was it was like that. But like, bro, I'm sitting in the chair now, and there's a barber next to my barber, and I've never seen his face before. I mean, I go here every two weeks. I've never seen. I'm like, yo, he must be new. They must have just hired him like yesterday. <laughs> and and he's just he's not even cutting anyone's hair. That's the funniest part. <laughs> he went, like, there was no way. That's actually the funniest part. There was nobody in his chair. And then a kid gets on the chair and he's this kid with the uh it's this kid on a wrestling team and he has braids and his wrestling coaches who brought him to get the get the haircut. You saw all this. Bro, I, I so this is literally like I'm getting punked right now basically. <laughs> <laughs> like that was me getting punked right now on ABC's what you what would you do? And all this shit is going down in front of me. He's like, "Yo, you got to the kid the, the dude gets on the seat and he's like, "Yo, what do you want?" And the kid just like, "I just want to get the sides cut." And the the coach is like, "No, he has to cut his braids off." And the kid's like, I don't want to cut my braids off. And he was like, no, you're going to cut. You have to be cut your braids off to be on my team and shit like that. And then he starts, like, talking crazy. It gets, like, more intense, like, the things he's saying. And I'm like, you know, he's talking loud. And I'm chiming in. Like, I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on now? Like, and I'm here. I'm like, yo, you don't got to, you don't got to cut your braids off, bro, just because he's telling you, you know. 
and he's just like starting to cry and he's like i'm gonna you want to call your mom i'm gonna call your mom right now and tell her like you know that we're cutting your braids she said it's not a problem right and he's like i want to call my mom i want to call my mom and all this shit's happening and i'm just like i'm like yo what the fuck is going on and this kid's just i'm like yo now he's saying like some borderline like okay this is kind of racist shit like he's like oh you're not gonna have no rapper haircut or shit like that and like I'm cursing him out I'm like yo don't cut your hair bro like that's not even your fucking dad bro like that's a, it's like a white bald man telling you to cut your your ethnic hair like yo like what like what are you what are you doing and it just got hot and like like the dude almost the the barber was like all right, I don't even know like and he walked away the barber just walks away and I'm like what the fuck is going on now and then the the coach walks up with the scissors and he's about to cut the kid's hair. And I'm looking at my barber, Dave. I'm like, yo, Dave, you just gonna let this shit happen? Like, this is your barber shop. Like, what are you doing, bro? And, bro, we all started getting loud at one point. And then all these cameras start, all these dudes oh with these cameras. I'm like, whoa, what is going on, bro? And yeah, bro, like, that's when I realized, I was like, oh, I just got punked like a bitch right now. Like, none of this shit is real. <laughs> and I just, I just acted like a fool, probably, in front of that camera, cursing this dude out. Which I'm pretty sure they didn't put all those scenes in, because I was cursing like a bitch in that shop. Like, like. Did you end up being in it, though? Yeah, yeah. They had, like, a couple of scenes of me, like, being calm at first. But they had that, that dude next to me playing a part, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, talking. And, you know, they came out at the end and everything, too, and John Canone is sitting right in front of my face with that mic. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting right in my face with that motherfucking mic. Mind you, I'm looking dusty. This is a pre haircut. That's what's the worst part. That's what I'm mad about. Pre haircut. <laughs> like, not they post. Didn't get you they didn't get me post haircut, yo. Hey, Kineonis, give me 10, dude. I gotta yeah, get this cut. What I'm saying, bro. So, yeah, bro. And he's asking us, he's like, oh, yeah, so, uh, what is the message like you were giving? I told him, I was like, yo, like, Always stay true to yourself. Be really, you know, me talking my shit on some like Riley Freeman shit. Like, yeah, stay to yourself. Like, and I'm just like, you know, and he's like, wow, that's a powerful message. And I'm like, yeah, they didn't even put that scene in the motherfucking. <laughs> Kenny Owens doesn't pick. Yeah, bro, but I, I wasn't even mad, bro. So I get in the chair after, and my barber's like, yeah, bro, like, yeah, bro, you didn't even no, know. You was yeah, acting yo. like a gangster on that shit. I was like, yo, chill, 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 chill. And uh, he's just like, yeah. And that's when I found out the kid next to me, he was like, yeah, he was bullshitting the whole time. I was like, yo, that's really funny. They got you like that. Yeah, bro, I got got, like, and and that episode got put. And to this day, that episode gets, like, brought up to me. And the most, like, it, and it, it's crazy because TikTok came out after that. Yep. And it went viral again on TikTok. And no more way. people started seeing it on TikTok and sending it to me. It's like, yo, did you know you were... Of course I knew I was... I was there. <laughs> of yep, course. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God, this shit's all coming back again. I was like, shit, bro. Like, where's my money? Where, like, who's paying me? Like, <laughs> Did you have to sign anything? Yo, I'm thinking about it. I don't think I signed shit at the end of the day. Guess who's getting some money? <laughs> ABC's paying you out, boy. They aired that shit. You get like a, a, half a percent. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a lawyer. I'll come back to you on that. <laughs> I'll get a lawyer. As your unofficial lawyer, I'd like. To yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, this was a. Night. I, I was. I probably signed some shit. I was hungover as fuck, bro. Like honestly, I'm thinking about it now. Imagine I, smoking like yeah. a big L going in. I probably no. I, I definitely took a, a nice bong rip. Couple hips. Couple yeah, hits, a yeah, nice yeah. bong rip before. Yeah, I, I mean, you going to the barber, dude? You got to lay back a little bit. Bob he be now. telling me. Like, he be like, "You just smoke." I'm like, "Yeah." Like it just keeps, cools me off. Like, yeah, I gotta go. I'm and I'm hungover. Yeah, it feels I'm good. Like, I'm just bummed it for sure. Like, <laughs> damn, that's crazy. You never know what you're gonna walk into in life and in what situation. Bro, after that, like, it's like it's not even like a like a traumatic thing like that. I could, like it's just like I'll be like walking into places. I'll be like, all right, like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. I'm on my toes now. Like you're not getting me. I'm at 
I was I went to Stockton and uh, I was out. You know, they have these like areas where you just, you know, uh, they're like concrete benches almost. So I'm chilling on one of the benches. I'm I'm taking a call, and this guy runs up, sits on one of the benches next to me, and has a big the big bottle of Tito's. Yeah. And goes, yo, do you want some? And I'm like, no, I'm good, dude. Like, I'm on a call right now. <laughs> and he was like, didn't he didn't say anything. So I continue my call. Like, okay, this guy obviously gets it. And he goes, yo, you want some? And I'm like, dude, I'm on a call. Man, pushing you. <laughs> and he doesn't say it. He just, just keeps sitting next to you. Sitting next to me. Then he keeps he going. And I go. It? He starts chugging it. He, oh, he's chugging it the whole time. Oh, yes. That's crazy. Yeah, he's chugging it the whole time. And so I get up because I have to. I, this is like kind of a serious call. They're not like this is like a call. Like I, I booked yeah. a call with somebody. Yeah. So I don't want to waste their time. So I'm starting to walk away. My guy starts following me, dude. And he's. I go. I go. Yo, this. I'm like. I'm on this call and I have to tell this lady. There's somebody following me with a bottle of vodka right now. <laughs> Bottle Tito's yeah. trying to get me to take a shot. She's like, "Why don't you take a shot?" She and, said that to you. I think she was cool about it. She was like, "That's kind of weird," but like, take I'm like, shot? "Yeah, like I'm in college. I'm literally at college, yeah, so it doesn't make it doesn't make so much. It's not. It kind of makes sense. I mean, and then he goes, "It's the camera, right? Points right at the camera. Yeah, it's the guy holding the fucking camera, dude. Wow, so, that was the TikTok only time anything shit. like that happened to me. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, before TikTok was like really popular. Like TikTok was go- going for sure. some YouTube prank shit. It's probably ended up on TikTok too. I think, but yeah, definitely. You go get your probably money. YouTube. No, just... Yeah, man, I'll take it, bro. I mean, dude, I'm. I got so much shit on the internet, man, dude. I mean, but it's all from me mostly because it's my podcast. But nah, I heard you. I've been on podcast a lot of podcasts though, for sure. But yeah, that was that was funny. I wish I would have ended up. I guess the video wasn't that good. I'm a pretty hardcore YouTube guy. I mean, I didn't find, I never found it, but back then, man, man, honestly, I never looked. Yo, brother B, if you have a second, dude, if you go on Google, type in like. Following people with vodka, pranks. yeah, trying to get people <laughs> to take shots at college or some shit. Okay, it's on YouTube or uh, who knows? But I've never seen uh, it. Yeah, but you're, see you're you basically the guy on the desk. Right now. Yeah, if you could find a video, surf the web, my boy. Yeah, of uh, the, all I know is that they were trying to get people to take shots at Tito's or something and like interrupting them. So you ever know. see the videos? Maybe like, it never went out. We don't know. Let me see. It's like the Looking people carrying it. the Tito's bottles and like, or like they'll carry five bucks or something. And they'd be like, "Hey, would you like to?" Take this bottle or pass it on and double it to the next person. Like you ever see those? No, bro. So so somebody did it with a Tito's bottle and they're like, "Yo, you want this bottle or do you want to pass it on and double it to the next person?" He's like, "Yeah." So the next person got two. They're like, "Oh, we're not nah, double that shit." Next person, they and they kept coming out with these bottles. But I was like, "What the fuck?" Like four bottles and he's like, "Yeah, double it." Four. He's like sixteen now and the dude's like double it. He's like thirty two bottles. Like I'm taking that shit home. I was like, "Damn!" Like. Yeah, if you get to what, the end of the line, yeah, you're yeah, like what, 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 what would you do if if they came with you at like four bottles or two bottles? Would you have taken them? So they're saying, do you want these bottles for yourself, or, or do you want the next person the to next get double person. bottles? So if you had, if they came out to you with four, the next person is getting eight. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I probably would. <laughs> I probably would stop the two. <laughs> 
I don't I don't drink that much. This shit would last me a minute. Hey man. No, nah, no, nah, I'd probably send it to the next one because in can case flip that in shit. case there's an alcoholic in there, I'll save them a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? I'll save them some effort. Yeah, boys. So I can't find Bob's video, but uh, Tarek, do you think that that barbershop video is that anywhere online? Do you that, know where? That's definitely online. Yeah. What was that oh, show the, called? What would you do? What would you do? What yeah. would you do? Do you know what the episode was called? Just barbershop, <sighs> barbershop wrestler. Right, yeah, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Braids wrestler. If you Google bar, uh, what would you do? Wrestler, braids, barbershop, something will come up. Keywords, Word. keywords. Right. Thanks for the help. Be brother, be in the producer seat today, rocking and rolling, baby. Yes, sir. I'm not trapped, but I'm trying. Dude, no, nah, you're killing it, man. It's an art form. It's it's a everybody's got their own way. <laughs> for real, it's a tough job though. Nah, bro. Got to listen to Shuts us out. shoot this shit. <laughs> it's always the people behind the scenes of like. You know the faces that make it up. Those are the people. It's like producers. No, Nobody, yeah, exactly. The producers. I could sit on engineers. this podcast for the next ten years and say producers are underrated, upper underrepresented, and it'll yeah. just be true because they're so underrated. No doubt. Because there's nothing without them. No, you're right. Like it's they I are mean, the backbone. I mean, but the, that's what are you gonna do? The, you know, like I said, you they you need the the face and the the lyrics on the beat, but the end of the day nobody's talking about how the beat got them drops or the beat got the the the, the vocal effects and stuff like that yep. on the lyrics whatever it's all behind the scenes people that don't get that credit well and i didn't realize too there's the a videographers shouts out to rari well that's yeah exeter films whole another art form Going shout out up. to ub exeter for making it happen but there's the recording engineer tracking engineer mixing engineer mastering engineer like there's so many different that's not even all of them there's just so many different jobs when it comes to music and as an independent you're doing it all yourself son I mean for the most part you might get a couple things outsourced but I just like to get my songs mastered most of my beats are are outsourced I will say I just have one producer personally I have uh, one or two a few that I tap in with but like those are all people that I found that work with me you know best but there are other producers that I don't necessarily work with but you know, I'm I'm with them like when they're creating or or you know helping them create or whatever, or just freestyling on their beats. Like Burke, I have a few songs, like only a couple songs out with Burke, but he's not my like main producer. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, and that's changed nothing about our relationship or anything. Absolutely, like we still, I still rap on his beats. Like we still chill on a weekly basis or whatever. Like work together, whatever. Play Apex mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You know, it just it just comes down to your sound. Everyone respects that when it comes to the artist industry or like the music industry. You know, not everybody can hop on everyone's beat, and there's those people that want to or can try or or can successfully do it. But you know, there's nothing wrong with not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you manage yourself too? I mean, like, do you don't you don't have a manager? I don't have one either. No. Uh, yeah, so yeah, in terms, yeah, I manage myself. Yeah, I don't, I think I I kind of want, want to look around. I want to see if one will pop up in my life. Because I don't want to do that part it of it. It just comes down to, I, I, I guess what it is, is I don't necessarily know what a manager, what I need from a manager necessarily yet. Because mm-hmm. like, I know I feel like it's too easy to ask for the things that you want and think that a manager could do. Like there's a, there's a misconception about what a manager is or what a manager can do. It's like if an artist, people are misconceived when they see that an artist has a manager. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's popping or 
you know, he's viral or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I just want, I want somebody to work on my behalf. Like, yeah. I don't have time to do, like, I'll just do the music, but that's all I have time for. Exactly. exactly. So a manager would just do all the other stuff for me. Yeah, but yeah. if you could do that stuff yourself, then go the ahead. things I would actually outsource for are probably, like, somebody that can market for me. Like, things like that, you know, rather than, because, you know, the marketing takes a lot of time in itself, and the music itself already takes a lot of time. It is the easiest part. Making the music is the mm-hmm. easiest part. But, you know, it takes a lot of time, and the marketing aspect is just too much sometimes I feel like for what I do in my life to like maintain it so I feel like sometimes like when it comes to things I need to outsource it's that's the biggest one that stands out is there anybody that you've really like any artists in particular who you've really like looked up to in terms of like how they market or how they grow like is there I, I figure most of them you've kind of been with for like the artists that your hardcore, you know, top five or whatever have been your top five for probably a while. But is there anybody in like the modern times that you think like you look like, oh, I really fuck with how they're doing that shit? Because I got a couple that are like kind of indie guys where they have a bigger following, but they're not mainstream, you know, because that I respect that. You know, man, I like I like just seeing that creativity come out. I can't necessarily say who I like. That the, somebody that's been standing out recently as far and he's from New Jersey, uh, Chris Patrick. He's been he's been definitely standing out as far as his marketing tactics. I think like the one thing I've learned to do with, you know, your songs or like songs off of a project is like to really like make them come to life or like actually find a way to make them breathe and it's that's like you we were talking about doing the Tiny Desk podcast and and you know those type of styles of live auditions, things like that. Like, those, like, bring out the creativity within the song that you wrote, like, you know, in your room or wherever you wrote it. But, like, it just brings out, like, all that creativity in, like, an open space with other people, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when you... Or if you're in, like, some kind of different kind of studio, like, performing it live, like, all these things that you can do are perfect ways to market your own song. That's when... That's where it comes to, like... When, when people ask how do I self-promote, those are the ways that you want to look into doing. Like, you want to be able to have your music videos. That's a great way to keep promoting. You know, that's, like, visual, like, context for people. Or, you know, do do that live, uh, that vertical freestyle that you want to post on Instagram. Do that, do that live performance that you and your friends could put together in, like, a garage and videotape you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like these these things like all all resonate with people like a lot of people like especially artists like there's so many people that are, that are artists now they see that shit and it's just like all like you know that's what grab it just gra- makes people gravitate towards it yeah finding different ways for people to access your music yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you might cause you're gonna catch them cause the, the it really is marketing because nobody's gonna you, you probably might have heard this, but you need like seven touch points for somebody to finally take an action, right? Yeah. Like they have to see like as so many of what you mm-hmm. do for them to finally that take That shit has to be, yeah, like you basically gotta like, not force them, but like that shit's gotta be in their face so much that like there's no way And you said to, to like kind of let it breathe, like that's kind of what it is. Like mm-hmm. you're giving it air, like yeah. you're pumping it up, you're kind of letting it breathe on its own mm-hmm. it being its own thing. And I think as we've done in the past and the, at the tragic flaw of most most artists is that they spend all their time making the thing and not enough time to actually promote it which is the most important piece it doesn't really matter how good your shit is but like there will be people who want who like it 
Word. Even if it's terrible. Like, nah, there will yeah, be yeah. a few people, right? Yeah, you always find that. And you got to find them, you know? and Or you don't have to find Like, well, yeah. You have to make it uh, possible for them to find you. Mm-hmm. And that's what, where we get caught that's, up is we'll make, like, one, which we used to do, right? Make, like, one post about a song and expect yeah, that yeah, to exactly. do something. Yeah, no, no. Never that. Uh, there is a way to make one post only to promote your shit, but it's not going to be that way. It's like, then that post has to literally take have as much energy as your 12 posts like it has to be the craziest planned like a out video that somebody will beautifully remember forever something like that exactly like. yeah and then you might be one of those artists who is like that song cheerleader that they worked on for like four and a half years or whatever <laughs> that like was pretty mediocre but it popped <laughs> and it's like okay is this what we're shooting for here or you know but yeah man i don't know i love the uh indie land. like i'm I'm like a, a Beast Coast guy, you know, I, yeah. like Pro Era and yeah. all that, dude. Like, I that's how I came up, man. Yeah. And a lot of those guys still are as much as they might, um, you know, a lot of them are, I guess you could still consider, like, them independent, right? I mean, is Flatbush has their own label. Yeah, they're in Pro Era is their own label. Yep. Bronson what, it has is his own thing, yeah. I think. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. that's what I look up to, bro. Like, nah, I don't look exactly. up to, like, even... Hey, I they love all found their own little like extra like side quest. Top outlet. Dog is dope, dude. CDE is dope. Like even, but I love what Cole did with Dreamville. Like I love yeah. that as a yeah, you're right. Like I like artist created labels. No, you're right, exactly. But I love when they're working for themselves. Like yeah. I just think that's badass that you can get on the top. You can be the top so, of the game. You just like I said, like they all had to make like make it. They all used getting lit in music as the stepstone to opening those gates to different opportunities for themselves like so that's what I definitely have like my own long term goals for like okay now my music is getting to that point it's popping like I definitely have a clothing brand that I'm working on right now like that I'm trying to get out there it's like a, not even like a clothing brand I would say more it's like a lifestyle for me like like lifestyle wear because it's oh, just so that's it's more yeah. it's more than just like the piece of clothing it's 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 about a message you know it's what I always rep that SFE in my name that stands for stay uh, safe forever. You know, like anytime me and my boys, we say what's up to each other or we peace out, you know, after a long night, whatever, you know, we always dap each other up and we say stay safe, you know, and that shit don't just mean like those two words, like it means a lot more behind those two words. Like we really mean that shit, man. Like stay safe. Like I hope you get home safe. I hope not happen in your sleep. I hope you wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like all that good shit. Like, and it's just like you know, out of love. And that's what. And that really came from like just say forever. Really came from a lot. And like it just means a lot to me. It came from like me talking about exactly like what I was saying earlier um, about transactional relationships, where like people that you meet are more about like giving and getting rather than just you know fucking with you for real, for real. And Say forever came like about I guess through people that really weren't like that and it was like at a point in my life I was like wow like I'm meeting people that are like genuine <laughs> yeah. like and you know you still find the like to this day like you always find them but you know once you find those like people it's like those are the ones you know like you know you keep close so safe forever is like stay safe bro like you know you're always saying that shit like and it means for anyone like for family friends your mother your father you know your grandma so like that it's about the circle it's, it's yeah well. so yeah. like I want to push that obviously through the clothes but like when people wear that it's like shit it's like a protective force right there like <laughs> from me <laughs> could you see yourself just doing 
like your own merch with that incorporated into it? Oh hell yeah! Like I said, I wouldn't necessarily yeah like maybe that's like how it might start a little artist collab with it, maybe like for a rec collab with it or some shit. Mm-hmm. But like, it wouldn't necessarily be like linked to like my artist um, image, but it would just be the like you know it's me doing my. I thing like the still. sentiment, man, because yeah. I like how you also apply it to people. Because I think that's in my life that's very important. I, I don't fuck around with time. So I, I just think time's really valuable. So I don't mm-hmm. I can't being that I value my own time to the extent that I value it, uh, I can't be taking chances with Yeah. People right now it's like no of, new friends type shit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I always I always say I got more than enough friends and people trying to yeah. you know, is hey, listen, be, I New friends are gonna come for sure. Yeah, um, when of you need them, but there's no <clears throat> we young, you know. Exactly, exactly. We're definitely, definitely, and yeah. sometimes we have to remember that, you yeah. know, and have that perspective for sure. Um, you know, we're gonna watch this at 34 and be like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> for real, for real. That's only like 10 years from now. It's a legacy of the podcast, man. It's a little time capsule captures us. This is dope right now. I, yeah, I really sign love the wall it. Right here, but buddy. like for real, bro. Actually, I should do. I'm. That's actually a really good idea. We're gonna probably paint this place anyway. So. Thanks. Dope. Yeah, I'd hate to paint over it. Yo, guys, um, so super late, but uh, I did find the barber clip if you're still interested. Let's go, dude. All right, let's see what we can and do. And B, here. when you get it up on the screen and hit yeah. play, you can turn that screen to us as well. <laughs> all right, perfect. Like it'll, um, you can physically move it. All right, cool. At the moment, um, we're just getting a black screen behind. Do I have to drag the window over? <laughs> Something like that. A little technical difficulties here. It's it's me, B. Um, you know, messing things up as you know. Brother B. Oh no, um, dude. It's it should just uh, the Chrome windows open over there. Yeah, Chrome windows open. Um, but I'm I'm hitting the guy that we normally do. I'm just getting the black screen behind the. All right. Don't worry about it though. No problem. We'll just let it rock. But, let it rock, dude. Yeah, yeah. But you guys can find that. It's titled "Coach Forces Wrestler to Cut His Hair." What would you do? So, uh. About five minutes and 30 seconds in for our viewers. If you want to see Tarek in that video, he is uh, standing up for that wrestler. So, check that out. <laughs> Dude, that is amazing. Bro. I'm going to overlay this video right now in post as well for the video people. And the audio, actually. You can hear the audio, too. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That's funny shit. Dude. Yeah, bro. You never know what you're gonna come across, man. You know what's the funniest part about that shit? Like when that shit happened, all my boys were like, "Yo, bro, push your shit on that, push your music." So I was in them comments on that YouTube, like the original ABC Family shit. I was like, "Yo, you like get my music links and shit like this. Put my music links up there, bro." That's what I did with Gary V, dude. When I met Gary V. Oh, you met him? That's dope. Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. Nice guy. I talked to his dad for a while. His dad's really a solid dude too. My neighbor is his dad's landscaper, so I had a connection. That's fine. So, fire. I dro- so I name dropped and he was like, oh shit. And then we like kind of started talking. Nah, Gary's cool, man. I I, uh, I I met him in like, whatever, November of 2019. You met him in New Jersey? Met him in New Jersey. Where? So my friend was on his texting list, the wine text list. Okay. And he said, hey, I'm doing a meet and greet at their liquor store in Jersey. So we're like, like Gary's Marketplace. It's a uh, wine library. So oh, okay. It's his dad's. It's a liquor store that he built with his dad. And they're doing a meet and greet. My friend was on the list. He knows that he knew I was a fan of him back then. So he's like, "Hey, you want to come with me?" I'm like, "Let's go." So we wait in line. Where like we decide, like, all right, this is where probably the line's gonna be. Then we were right. So we ended up being closer to the front. And then I meet him. And then his like right hand dude was like, "No, you gotta wait in line again if you want to ask him a question. Like, just take a picture. 
or wait in line again. So I'm like, I'm here. So I'm waiting in line again. So I'm waiting in line again. <laughs> then I get up there. I ask him the question. You know, he like, we like dap up. He's like, all right, cool. And then months later, I'm just sitting in my class and it was business management or something. And my phone starts blowing up. I'm like, all right, what's going on? So I get on IG and people are sending me the video and his team posted the video that they took of me asking him that question. So the first day I had 500,000 views. And so I just hit, I replied to every comment on the post <laughs> and I got like another 500 followers that day off that. That's fire. Bro. Yeah. But it's like, like you said, you dude, comment yeah. marketing is for, that's nah, how yeah. you get. He, they, it was Gary V actually that taught me. It was like the, mm-hmm. the, the put your two cents in, everyday type shit so every time you're on Instagram if you put in like on a hundred posts you put your two cents in meaning your com- two comments on it or something like that you yep. you will find that it'll other people will it'll bring more traction to your page or whatever 100%. the content you're trying to push I think that I don't think Gary remembers me from that video <laughs> but since I'm on LinkedIn every day I have built my business partially just off of commenting on his posts that's it like that's probably like a all good percentage you, of my audience is all from power that. to you bro you capitalize I'm literally just think. taking his advice bro that's like you know you door to door sales that shit dude <laughs> like, for real man as you should bro yeah that's I mean that's it comes back to what we're saying man nah, like yeah. there's just fundamentals here it's, it's so many ways you could market yourself rather like other than like paying for it if that's what other people aren't looking to do mm-hmm. so especially now yeah there's so many ways you can do it for real and you just gotta figure it out <laughs> in terms of figuring it out and continuing to you know move forward in this kind of journey of music and like you said you've been doing it for almost a decade now um where do you do you have like you i, I agree with you that i do the same thing i don't shoot for like a huge crazy goal that's really far away I just do the incremental things and hit them like stepping stones. Do you have kind of a vision for where you want this to go? Or are you really just leaving it as like, this is the cathartic thing for me. I know where I'm at. I know that I'm good. I, I'm cool where I'm at. Like I want to let my life, like you said, you don't, you don't want to sacrifice lo- your actually experiencing your life. Neither do I, man. That's why partially why I don't do this all full time. Um, you know, I have a business full time, but uh, I really want to, be diverse in, in in what I do. So, is there is there a like much long farther away kind of vision for it? I mean, nah. I plan to do this shit for like, I don't know. As of right now, I'm gonna say for the rest of my life. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm definitely like trying to put a little more of that grind, like to get it to happen sooner than later. Um, whether like whether that means you know perform more or whatever i'm definitely gonna be out there uh i'm definitely trying to get up by like after that 2023 2023 mark man i'm just trying to push through so um like i said i i feel like life right now like i've been experiencing it and i'll continue to experience it and at the end of the day it's just gonna keep driving what i do so whether it happens now, tomorrow, next year, two years, it's like I know it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Got that faith. For sure. Oh, it's, God. it's a matter of faith. 
Nah, for real. Are you faithful yourself in terms of? Nah, yeah, 100%. And you know what's crazy? I, not only am I, like, faithful in myself, but I'm faithful in the people around me as well. So the people that are, you know, the videographer, the producers that, you know, we're all linked in, bro. Like, we're doing this shit together. So, like, I'm never alone in this shit. And that's, like, always comforting, you know. But, like, I am alone in this shit. So, like, I'm always grinding. Like, I'm never getting too comfortable. But at the same time, when I see other people win, that's just like, you know, extrinsically motivates me. I'm, but I'm in just, I'm intrinsically inspired to keep doing this shit. Um, when, when I see all of us going up, bro, just like, I can't be the one falling behind. So it's just like, I'm gonna keep moving. Seems like, you know, you, you take benefit or you benefit from the competitive kind of side of it as well like the friendly competition yeah I guess not even like I, yeah, I guess you could call it friendly competition but it's really just like we just yeah I guess so yeah 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 it's just we drive each other for sure like to keep going to, to work harder to put that extra hour in the people that I started with are not the people that I'm doing it with now and I kind of wish I always like wish that they the people that I started with kept like they did in some capacities and not others, but that we stayed. But now the fact that I've found my kind of group for that, I have a group of artists. I'll talk to them tomorrow morning. We talk every Tuesday morning, you know, four, four of us. And, you know, that just having that, like, dude, that's, I didn't think I even need it. I'm like, ah, like whatever. That's a waste of my time or whatever. Like you are so right in having the right people you have to be doing the right thing, yeah, but if right you're doing people. the right thing without the right people, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. If you have the right people but not the right thing, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's you need the components to come, the pieces to come together. And then for you, once that team piece with the art piece and the skill and then the marketing comes and the management yeah. and it ends up now kind of building an entity, that's when... that's really what you're alluding to as well like it's going to come together i mean nah, for all so, of us man nah respectfully and like just keep grinding as long as you keep doing what you're doing it's there's as long as you you know put those 10,000 hours in keep doing what you're doing grind you know do this shit you know with your whole heart and stay true to yourself it's going to come eventually do you just like anything yeah. like if if you really think about it and it's just very pra- it's a very practical way to think respectfully like you go to school you go to college for you know just say you are somebody who wants to be a doctor you go to school you go to college and then you go to med school that's what like 20 years of your life you just spent right there 25 just to become that doctor that's getting paid like 200 whatever 300k a year maybe by 30s bro like in a very practical sense, you know, you're putting your, your bro, if you think this shit is going to, you know, yeah, there's people going viral, blowing up more. Yeah, it's whatever. It's once in a, but the people that are making it that you probably love right now that you're listening to every day are the people that have material albums and albums out material since like seven years ago, eight years ago. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like in a very practical way, like that shit is how it's supposed to work. You have to grind. You have to do like, just, just like going to school and taking all them tests. Like you got to, put that work I think in. the 10,000 hours thing is completely true yeah exactly so why why would it not make sense yeah to keep it and don't take don't never take investing advice from a doctor that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nah, that's what sure. they say <laughs> yeah for real for real so bro you know you just gotta always go 
and, it's, and that way it'll always be a roller coaster but you know one thing that people can't deny is work they can't deny they could deny oh you showed up late okay oh you uh only released you only finished half this project okay like or ah this song is bad okay but those are all kind of uh based on taste and opinion like you can't deny just straight work ethic and that's the one thing that I yeah, think for sure. that can set you apart if you have no skills at all you know it's like we we're both talented Brandon we're all talented um many people listen to this podcast talented but the same way that your artistry is going to come together with management and marketing and everything and then it's going to start to become a thing it's the same thing for anything mm-hmm. like you can't just have one piece man like talent yeah, right. I especially now it's definitely not talent it's talent and then how good of a TikTok can you make <laughs> with the talent yeah you know for sure at least this landscape no you're right you're right part yeah. of the landscape it is very driven towards that for sure yeah yeah you gotta channel it correctly yeah but the hard work will always pay off and that and that yeah. count like the, the making those TikToks like making that consistent content every day on TikTok like that's hard work you know oh man people will look at a TikTok creator somebody who does it full time and be like and that looks easy yeah no. yeah they make it look easy because they're exactly. good at it no you're right exactly like anything yeah, would look it's easy. hard work and the content they come up with you know all that dude and then you and then you have two jobs and you're a rapper trying to make it and. You don't even have time to do it. Like, these people are doing it full time. It's like, you're trying to, we're all trying to get the same outcome, but we're not even full time. It's like, they're full time and they might Mm -hmm. not even have a million followers yet, you know? And it's like, oh, we're trying to do it on the weekend. It's like, how much content can you produce, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. It's like I said, it always comes back to just, you got to figure it out for yourself. However it works for yourself, like, you figure it out and then you roll with it. Is there any piece of material that you would uh, that has been transformative for you at all, like a book or something that that you read or at all, or like so some po- well, you mentioned a couple podcasts, but I I, I do audio books, so I always like to know if people get have anything uh, inspiring. Um, as far as reading material goes, I guess I just read things about the self, the mind. So I'm 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 not reading things about like the businesses or like you know marketing you know like I wish I probably should be but um, I I read more things about you know learning about yourself or like you're focused on self improvement yeah growth uh, uh, I have like this book about Sufism that I really really like Sufism yeah it's like Islamic mysticism oh interesting yeah and it's like in like the very simplest form to explain it. It's basically how to experience uh, what Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, uh, to experience that connection with God that he had through, like, love. Mm. And that's also where uh, I got, like, that That comes from the whole, like, non-transactional thing. Like, you just love, love, like, you know, even Christians can relate, like, love thy brother, whatever, love thy neighbor. Um, like, it's just generally, like, loving the person like like with no transaction like loving every person the same type shit you know what i'm saying yeah like regardless just, of just who they are. loving everybody type shit just because it'll always you know we are connected as one at the end of the day we are connect we are god god is one one is all all is one you know what i'm saying so like i don't know that's just like how i that's just how i like to believe would you consider yourself religious or to a to an extent yeah like i i always turn back to allah you know 
uh, I always. And what religion would you follow? I'm Muslim, so. I've had one other Muslim on this podcast. So you're yeah. Second. Yeah. My friend Samad Savage. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Oh, word. I no, I know who that is for yeah. sure. His his music is fire. You gotta get him back on. I had no idea he was Muslim. <laughs> Be, uh, neither did I That's dope It's no. probably a similar thing Until I got about an hour Into the podcast And then I <laughs> Shouts out to this my brother This just becomes uncovered man It just gets Shouts out Shouts out bro Yeah it's, it's fire man You know man I ain't here to talk about Religion and politics But you know Islam is definitely A very powerful religion I think uh, I didn't realize that For a long time Obviously growing up But Going through what I went through I realized a lot of things For myself And it Helped me build My own like relationship with God and I think that's the ideal outcome too yeah Allah has helped me through a lot of the things that I go through you know I always end up turning to Allah and you know we all make we were born sinners we all make bad decisions whatever we all go through the motions but at the end of the day like as long as you're not out here doing that that terrible ass shit you know it's between you and God at the end of the day it's not it's not for it's not for anybody else it's for you and him or you and God the thing that I like the most is that you can be in a church, and I don't go to church, but you can be in a church full of people, and they will be all uh, technically worshiping the same God, but th- in their mind, they all have a different version of what that God really yeah. is to you, them. You're right. No. And I think that's the It's I, subjective I love that as shit. well. Yeah, man. It's Everyone's going to find their own comfort. You know, it's it's... I'm not one to force or try to change another person's mind but I feel like everybody has signs in their life where like it's just un, undeniable and it's what it's just up to you whether you want to be ignorant to it or like you want to be you know accepting cause there's 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 just things in like life especially for me that have happened that like I could never explain or like people you meet that you just feel like you had, you know, you just had to have met for a reason or things like that. And I don't think that happens like for maybe on some spiritual like level for sure. But I don't know, man, it feels like like chessboard pieces like that shit was placed right there for you. You know, there's been. Yeah, there's so many moments probably in your life, too, when you're like, this seems so crazy that this just happened like this. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it's just like, like it seems planned a little and, bit. And that's another thing. If you if you also take your path, like you know, you you walk your road, yep. and you keep like you spend those years on being a rapper, a videographer, whatever. Like you put six years in of work right now, and the only way you could have met somebody in that realm that you fuck with so much is because you stayed in it that long and because you worked that hard for you know what I'm saying like say you met Jay-Z or some shit you could have only have met Jay-Z through how long you've been in that process yourself mm-hmm. you feel me oh yeah so it's like when you it's just so many practical ways of me to think about this shit that makes me comfortable with the sense of like yeah I'm gonna get this shit I'm, I know this shit is gonna happen yeah and if it didn't happen yet it actually is probably not supposed to you're right there's a, there's a lesson to learn from it mm. Yeah, like Whether if you're not you where you want to be, there is something that is not in the right place. No, you're right. Yeah, and or you're not ready for real. Like there's things you need to learn or, you know, if you went viral tomorrow, do you like n- not just you, but like do you think you would know how to handle it? Yeah. For real, like because that's that's a that's a lot of things. I feel like a lot of people go viral with one video and don't know how to take it from there. Like you have to jump on that shit. 
I don't think I could even do it. I I would um, hope that I could, but yeah, unless I could totally unless see unless, not. but I feel actually, like it's happened to me. If before, that shit happens though, that's I feel like where opportunities like happened manager, to me ten years ago. Like that. Oh wow, really? Twenty twelve. What'd you do? I, it wasn't viral. <laughs> I was but I just got a YouTube video with like a few hundred thousand views or a couple hundred thousand views, mm. and I stopped. That's like somewhat viral. For back then, right? For back then, it was yeah, good. Yeah, it's man. not like everybody was on their phones like viral now. No, it was a 2K. Viral now is like in the mills, you know? Uh, 100%. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. It was a 2K video, and... Like, you mean two, like NBA? Yeah, thir- 2K13. <laughs> I got, was, the, I got the biggest 2K13 cheats video out there. 100%. <laughs> All I, This is what I did. I took the other cheat videos... And I just took what I knew. Like, like cheat codes? like you Cheat codes, yeah. Cheat codes and shit. like how to get more VC and stuff like that. I just took the... So the game came out. Okay. Then I got the game like the day after. Then these videos came out, like two or three of them had the cheats. Mm-hmm. Then the day after that, I made my video. Okay. And I combined what they said in their videos and I added whatever some bullshit that I yeah. came up with. And then I put it out. And I spent... the. It took me the longest to edit it. There's a sent testament to work it was the longest video i ever it was the hardest video i ever made it took the longest to edit it it took the longest to make the thumbnail and it completely worked i got ten thousand in a day i got a hundred thousand in like two months and then it just stopped eventually kind of game it, it's probably still my most then they caught video. your ass they were like oh he ban him ban him right now oh dude He's the comments were hilarious <laughs> that, the comments the nah, fed- i mean the video stayed up i i'm honest no, not the i'm talking about your p what were you playstation or Xbox. Xbox, yeah. Yeah, yeah Xbox account. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> they, they never, never cut found, Yeah, dude. Um, it was like a name from my, like, my, uh, the My Player was like a name from the Key and Peel video, like the bad, or the, uh, no, the, uh, the football video. Do you remember that? Oh, Key oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Part, the university. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they were just yeah, making yeah, them yeah, bullshit yeah. ass It was names. one of the names yeah, from that, like, yeah. for sure. So, like, people were ripping me in the comments. Rumpel, like, skills, 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 like skills, dude, skills, you freaking, <laughs> your guy, your my player doesn't even look like you. I'm like, I'm 12. Like, what? The fuck you out of me? I'm 13, dude. Like, what? Like, <laughs> this yeah. is an NBA basketball player that I'm creating from scratch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so I had that, and um, I'll be honest, man, it was just weird timing, I think, and um, I didn't know what I had, and I just stopped. <laughs> and That's then I went in high shit. school and thought I would be a nerd if I kept making videos, dude. Amen. And I just stopped making videos, and now I, here I am 10 years later making videos. <laughs> a circle circle of life. Yep, it's, dude, 100%, brother. Yeah. It's just, uh, everything will come back. Man. I used to, I used to, like, like do live performances of songs when I was like a youngin bro like just like 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 old 50 cent songs and shit like that I just put like shades on and just like act like I had a microphone and just like do it in front of my parents <laughs> like I would, yeah. I would just like act out in front of my parents and just like like sing the song like sing along and just like like perform it like for my aunts and like my uncles and shit and they would fucking love it bro like I don't even know but like that was just like I guess like I always fuck with doing that shit and I always like me in front of a camera cause my boy used to make videos and like we always just to fuck around uh and just do it at his crib or in his backyard or we had like the seed was planted man yeah bro so like I guess I was just always down to be in front like the camera like fuck it bro it's cool with me yes like, making videos was dope started with my YouTube yeah. yeah similar man and I did car trek videos actually was some of my first videos I ever oh, made oh word <laughs> yeah um yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess that was on my first channel, and then I ended up working with a professional car thrower later on. Me and Brendan. 
So we won't go into it because it's just we don't want to. But <laughs> you can funny. refer to other podcasts for that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say much on that. Yeah, but uh, it's neither here nor there. It was just <laughs> a step in the journey. Weird, weird. Um, but yeah, I ended up working with a professional uh, card trick artist, mentalist. Yeah, that's what crazy. We was doing like crazy ass flips and shit. He was. I mean, uh, he never did any card throwing with us, but um, a lot of card tricks. Yeah, uh, a lot of like using the Alexa. To like do weird shit, which is kind of crazy. Those what? were actually pretty good. There were some great tricks. I mean, the tricks I can't, I can't deny those. But it's dope. The it's dope. other shit that went down it is what it is. But you ever been like skydiving or anything? I'd love to. I'm a full adrenaline. I've got motorcycles. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I peep those. Yeah, shit's been fire. You like roller coasters and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, I love I anything. Love like in a car. Like, dude, yeah. I'm driving Brandon around the one day and oh, no. uh, around here. And, dude, I got the Accord. It's like, it's not going yeah. fast, but I mean, Brandon's you get around gonna, a turn, though. You're going to break some shit up now. I mean, oh, you man, fucked man, up. Right, yeah, you I'm fucked up. Now. You yeah, fucked I'm up. Here. What's up? What, what are we talking about? Um, the Honda Accord life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me bringing you uh, down, just driving down the road. And actually, so we're driving up the road. So I'm like, I can go a little, I can really pin it because I'm going uphill. So I don't have to worry about like hitting the brakes. So I'm pinning that motherfucker. I'm going around a turn. We're whipping it. Brandon's over in the passenger seat. And I make a left onto my road at the bottom of my road. And he looks over and he goes, Bob, you're not even wearing a seatbelt. I'm so glad you wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know why this is great, Bob? Because (laughs) I'm thinking about it and I I forget why it came up in conversation. But I'm talking to Tarek on the ride here today. And I'm explaining <laughs> to him, like, basically that story, how I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, we're out here in the woods, you know, Bop lives out here, it's beautiful, the foliage, you know, but we're out in the middle, like, it's all spread out, you know, and uh, the roads are long and they're windy, and there's some interesting turns, and we're just like, yeah, like, Bop goes like a hundred sometimes, or he'll just be doing <laughs> his thing, like, I, I could be exaggerating, you know, you know, quotes a hundred, but yeah. Bop's doing his thing, going around the road, and not rocking a seatbelt and i'm like allegedly allegedly you know this i could have been hallucinating you know i'm, I'm not sure <laughs> no i wasn't but, wearing one oh, all right <laughs> but 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 yeah um it, it was interesting but Tarek, i wasn't going on Tarek, I, I don't want to incriminate anyone so if you want to talk about the rest of the story <laughs> yeah. all right, go ahead bro you already got this for all right yeah you're right all right, all right so um Oh, yeah funny, so, so at the moment that i say this i realize Tarek is n- not wearing a seatbelt either we had just you know been driving also I had, in a I, honda accord yeah also i think it's a honda accord thing you know that's what it must be I a honda accord is, thing yeah. but not, no no he knows just, how to drive around here i was just you laughing. gotta get a little loose so no I, yeah yeah but uh i'm gonna go now but maybe they want to <laughs> hear your opinion on uh seatbelts <laughs> no dude i would i would recommend for seatbelts full stop yeah definitely i'd recommend those drive safe yeah man no i just like messing around dude. i learned uh, how to drive in egypt bro like what? on God, I learned how to drive in Egypt. When were you there? When I, well, I, I mean, I'm Egyptian, so like I used to go there like every single dude, year. Dude, I'm so, I feel like I'm such a bad interviewer, dude. There's so many things that you brought up so much later that I wish that I would have asked you about that I just didn't know. Like <laughs> Egypt, there's so many least the SFE. Anyway, weird. Um, so now that like, we're an hour and a half in, I'm finally getting to the meat of it. Weird. So I'm fucking. I'm with uh my uncle and like I was like 15 at the time. And yeah, I used to go there like every year until after I turned 15 or 16. I stopped going. I haven't been there in a minute now. Uh, and I was like watching him drive and I was like asking him, I was like, yo, like you think 
like you could teach me how to drive like i'm about to be like basically and old enough to drive is me being 15 just trying you know and he's like you know what like i got you like and he asked my my pops he's like yeah whatever like just make sure you don't go nowhere crazy like word so mind you like around the time like they only had like mostly stick shift cars like manual so he taught me manual there uh and bro like in egypt there's like no rules on that motherfucking road there's no rule. That's why you, do, do you see the one when they drive sideways on the tire and everything yeah, there? They do crazy yeah, shit. They do out some there. wild shit out there, bro. One time we was driving like and like a car was coming like right directly towards us, like and we had to like skirt out the way. Like niggas speed, motherfuckers don't got red lights in that bitch unless it's like the downtown areas and shit like that. But like I've other than that, it's kind of free. Yeah, you kind of just do your thing on the road. What's the cultural difference like between Egypt and like what uh, do you have? Has that rubbed off on you? Like, do you have... Is it heavily... Does it influence you still? Or do you think you're I mean, fully people, Americanized? Nah, people in Egypt like to joke a lot. Like, they, we're very heavily based on on gassing and, and laughing at things very loudly or just, just making jokes about it, roasting people and shit. Like, dark humor type shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh... We we definitely keep the energy live, if you ask me. Uh, as far as mannerisms and things like that, uh, everybody there is a lot, like, I guess you could say kinder. They're going to roast you, but, like, as long as you can... But ultimately, they're really naturally they're, they're really, nice. They're naturally nicest, like, the nicest people ever, honestly. Like, they offer you... Like, if you at a restaurant, you don't got money. Like, they... Like, you wouldn't... Like, they'll give you food for free. Like, they give you extra food for free. Like, shit like that. They're, they're very, like... I don't know, like... Their basis is like to genuinely care for other people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Which I'm not saying like you don't see that a lot around America, and and I notice that a lot when I'm over there. And they they like they take a lot of pride in what they do there and like you know how they live their life. And you know, everyone there is like always looking out for each other type shit. Everybody know it's like everybody knows each other there too. Like it's and everyone treats each other with like a lot of respect. But like you know when they get rowdy, they get rowdy though. Like you know what I'm saying? It's much older culture as well Much much older Oh yeah hell yeah Like, But like you know Like I said There's a lot of like Modernized areas too But there's a lot of like You could find a lot of Ancient architecture there still you Are know? the Like are the pyramids Like like the, just the massive Tourist spot But are there other Tourist spots that are Actually really mm -hmm. cool in Yeah Asia? like the Nile River Yeah Um there's like one of the like tallest buildings In the world Are definitely there I forgot what it's even called To be honest I haven't been in a minute But um there's a lot of places like New Egypt over there. There's a lot of downtown areas. There's a lot of excursions. Um, the resorts like there's the Red Sea and the Mediterranean Sea. You can hit either one, bro. North, south of Egypt. Damn, I'm trying to go to a different sea. Yeah, bro. When I tell you the water hit different there, bro, like yeah. the shit is beautiful, bro. You look through, you could see through that shit. Like you see feet, you see it's, it's not, not bullshit. New, New Jersey water, all the yeah, the dump water. It's really dump water, bro. That shit is not supposed to be that color, gang. Like after I was at, like in Egypt or like in different countries and shit, bro, I was like, yo, the water is like, like you feel great swimming in it. Generally, like you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that shit just. You feel like I you, swam in a river my whole life, but uh, luckily it was the uh, it was pretty safe. Yeah, like fresh water. Yeah, like. yeah, fresh water. But uh, yeah, no, not not. Well, I always went to the ocean too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's. Uh, I mean, they call it Dirty Jersey for a reason. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about Jersey specifically, yeah, nah, yeah. it's Dirty Jersey for a reason for sure. Yeah, rivers be looking like whack colors though. 
some mud in that in that so not not just mud, just some some wild shit in there. I don't swim in that shit. I'll tell you that. I've seen people do some wild. Yeah, it's the people yeah. that I be seeing swimming in these shits, and I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck are mm-hmm. you doing? You're living a different life. A whole different <laughs> life. You don't care what 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 you like. I know you swallow some of that water, like yeah. too, oh, like yeah. wildin'. For real, could never be me, <laughs> dude. As we're uh, wrapping up here, like, do you have anything that on the horizon in terms of like something that anything you need to promote or 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 anything that you have coming out that's not not out yet? For sure, bro. Um. I got one video that's coming out. It's coming out Audio Mac, YouTube, and SoundCloud. I call. I'm calling it. Uh, I'm actually not gonna tell you the name yet. All right, right. don't drop. But uh, it's produced by Grim Doza. He's a, a Jersey native mm-hmm. as well. Fire producer. Probably produced some of your own favorite works as well. Um, but it's coming out. Within the next week or two, for sure. Oh, all probably, right. probably, probably the time this this podcast podcast this will actually is out. be out on Monday. So probably after this podcast is out, I can upload <laughs> it though for sure. You, oh, yeah, it's all right. You can still use it to nah for sure for sure. Yeah. But uh, nah, we 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 sh- we shot a really dope video for that, and the the message is there in that song for sure. Uh, the production is is fire as fuck. Like I just it just has to be shared with the world. Um. I got some works with my boy Blaine XIX um, from London, man. We got some crazy right. shit coming. So I'm looking to do maybe like, let me not talk too much because, you know, but I'm looking to do something with him for sure. We got we got some fire loading up for sure. And I got some other shit. Yeah, I got a lot. Man. Yeah, I love your sound, man. I, I really do get that kind of, I get a real hip hop vibe from it and not as much like a modern like rap trying to chase a trend or anything like that yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're really spitting you're really doing your thing you have a uh, a uniqueness for sure um, so, I've gotten your lyrics it. stuck in my head so you know something's hey, happening you know what I'm saying love, much love um, hell yeah man brother B anything else to add to the conversation before we uh, wrap it up with the homie um no nah. sometimes brother B just throws in these wild cards I'm, like I'm trying hey, to yo. think Bob said he didn't do a good job, bro. I just want to say, Bob, you did a great job. I thought it was a great interview. Um, I enjoyed listening to pretty much everything you guys yeah, said. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't get the clip to work, but everyone, oh, like good, I mentioned dude. earlier, you got the time code. Check that clip out at the barbershop. It's pretty Yeah, funny. I'm going to overlay some of that. Yeah, and we'll, you'll see it. So um, Follow me. No, thank you, brother. Me. Yeah, you got follow nothing from me. Follow me at rec underscore SFE. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the same handle. Put it right here, maybe at Rec SFE. Um, I appreciate you for having me here, bro. For real, this is a great opportunity. Um, you thank you for your Rex, time, my thank boy. you, brother. Thank you, much man. love for real. Yo. Um, thank next, you, Brandon. We're going deep on Egypt next time. Oh, absolutely, yo. <laughs> Shit, we let's go to Egypt. Funny, <laughs> let's go. I mean, we might even take it that far. He said, Um, hell yeah, man. Thanks so much for doing this today. I really appreciate it. Um, all, right, all the links and everything that we mentioned here, uh, especially according to Rec, are all in the show notes and description wherever you're watching or listening. Um, yeah, man. I say it every time, and I'll say it again. We're on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. All right. Catch you on the next one, all right? Deuces. Hey, hey. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate you listening today. The only thing I ask is if you could please share this show. We're gaining a lot of traction online now in terms of with the Uh, Instagram clips are doing so we want to just keep the momentum going and get better and better guests so we can improve the quality improve the conversations and all that happens with you 
Uh, none of this would be possible uh, without the people who support this show. So please share the episode, uh, whether that's on your social media or with a friend. Really appreciate it. So make sure to tune in next Monday as well and catch the video version on YouTube. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.